0: Right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdatedgetpaid.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: So listen, let's start the show. Yes, I'm sick as a dog. All right, don't break my balls. But I'd have to be dying to miss this show today because this is group therapy. Uh, Rico, on the other side, I am here, and we are going to rock and roll till six and try to work through really two or three shows worth of content in one afternoon. So, Rico, I'm going to try to pace uh, the takes, if you will. I wanted to start with, with this. Two PSAs, and you tell me if you buy one, both, or neither. Does that work for you? It works for me. Okay, one is this. If you are going to call up with these strictly binary conclusions of yes or no, black or white, this or that, I'm not interested. You don't get to just blame one person when your team lights their own car on fire and drives it off of a cliff and blows a 17-point lead in the NFC title game. It's not just a Dan Campbell thing. He's also not blameless. It's not just the players. And they're not blameless. It's not just, it's all of it. What if That's you feel what? like somebody is 75% the problem?
2: Can you? We then... can deal with that. Okay.
0: We can deal with that because you're allowing for reality to come in. There were a million things that had to happen to lose that game. Not just, and we will talk through these. I don't think everything Dan Campbell did was egregious. I don't. I'm not doing one of those shows today. Is there one thing that really stuck in my craw? Yes. Oh, there's Here's one the other for me one, as well. Okay, good. No, this is good. And I, and I I, like that we don't pinpoint certain things because that's what makes the show more organic. Here's the other one. I I, I want to share with Lion Fan how I feel today. And it is not to make you feel worse but it is to make you understand what I truly think of this team. You didn't just lose the NFC title game last night. You lost the Lombardi Trophy. I truly believe the team that played in the first half of that game beats the brakes off the Kansas City Chiefs. You lost the Super Bowl in arguably the worst third quarter of football maybe we've ever seen in an NFC title game. So as much as it hurts, I woke up feeling you didn't just lose the right to play in the game. I think you lost the right to have a parade down Woodward. You had already beat the Chiefs earlier this year.
2: Even though that was a long time ago, you showed that you can go into Kansas City on ring celebration night and go toe-to-toe, and you beat them. Now, yeah, they didn't have a few pieces, but you know what? You didn't have Jameer Gibbs, and you didn't know what
0: Laporta was at that time either. This team's a bully. They walked into San Francisco and bullied the Niners. And then, yes, we had some coaching things that we will go through. We had players clown-carring their way through. Gibbs lining up the wrong way, mishandling the ball. Josh Reynolds not once but twice. We had Ben Johnson get body snapped by Michigan State O.C. Jay Johnson We're doing throwbacks. Amon Ra on critical third and fours. Where's David Montgomery? What are we doing here? And then, yeah, San Francisco woke up a little bit, and yeah, you but- had a bad break with the Ayuk thing. That's football. Yeah, Gardner Johnson waving to the crowd a little too early. I'm. You know what? I don't know if you have the, the living document up in front of you. I am gonna bring that up later. Okay. I don't want to make that the start, but no. believe me, you and I are mind melding right now. I have so it up now. We could throw the number. Good. Good. Read that. And if you think don't don't say what I wrote, but if you think I'm crazy, we'll talk during a commercial break. Gotcha. Okay, so two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Now, the Dan Campbell thing, I think it's too easy to just blame him. I think it's too easy to make him the villain. I think it's lazy, because here's the other thing, and and you heard Rico bring this up to Doug and Scott. We did the shows, and we asked you the question. Are you all in or are you all out? We all agree we like the guy. Mm-hmm. We all agree he's changed the culture here. I think we all agree he's a good coach. But some of you are all in on the gambling lifestyle, and there are people like me who are not. Right. I think you have to be tactical with how you do it. So some of the decisions last night, where well, we're talking about 0.2% advantage, I think you got to read the room a little bit on some things, mm-hmm. and we'll go through it. But it, make no mistake, and if, Rico, you think I'm I'm wrong or it's lazy, same for you, the listener. I just don't think it was one thing, one moment, one decision. It no, was it wasn't. seven things. And, and you know
2: what? I think the genesis, if you really go and, and you think about this, I, I was talking with, uh, with Robbie earlier before the show, Mike. Maybe, just maybe, things were too easy for the Lions at the very beginning. And it caused them to relax. It caused them to think, really? This is the number one seed? And we're up? We're killing this team. We're going into halftime. And I wonder if if the game was more competitive, would they have kept that edge? But it just seemed like to me, once halftime got there, they relaxed just like the city of Detroit and start booking their flights and booking their vacations to Las Vegas.
0: I, I don't know. I mean... I think it's also the coach and the players, you know, we we've talked about Dan Campbell learning on the job. They have to learn how to win. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to put away a team in October, that's one thing. You want to put away a champion in their own building, it's another. And, you know, look, if you go and you look at how quick it can change in football, like no one's trying to hear excuses, I know that. You had five possessions in the second half, but you really only had it three times. A one-play possession Uh, where Gibbs fumbles on the first moment, that's not a possession. And then a three and out. You had the ball three times. One of them was down 10 in the closing moments. San Francisco, part of it through your decisions, and part of it is San Francisco's drive chart. You know, five plays, 72 yards. Four plays, 24 for the TD after the fumble. 11 plays, 65. Field goal. Seven plays, 75 Touchdown! um Look, games get compressed, decisions get highlighted, and 17's a lot, but it's actually not. It's not, but Mike, not, I, not when you.
2: I was gonna say, I, but I think a lot of this too is you, you touched upon this earlier in in the, in this uh show. Is Campbell's got to learn how to to finish these games? And the irony is, the coach across the way. Has already been where Campbell was, who had the Super Bowl lead as the OC is twenty-eight to three, and it looked like yeah. the game was over, and he knew these things are never over. There's no need to panic if you just follow the course. You'll get this thing going, and it just got to the point where, yeah, even though they were ahead, it started to feel like the Lions were losing. Okay, all right, we were only down, We're up ten. Okay, now we're up seven. Okay, now it's tied. And at that point, it just felt like the Lions were the one team that was down 17 points because now you're constantly going for it. Now you have players out there who are not doing the things that got you there. Where you see Reynolds, he catches that ball nine out of ten times. Drop two. Where you see Gibbs, who's only fumbled once this year. Fumbled. It's like all of a
0: sudden, everybody got way too tight. Yeah, I I, there's nothing for me to argue. But I I, uh I don't know. I don't know if people want to go there. I don't know if people want to think the way I'm thinking, but I I couldn't help after watching that Chiefs game and watching your game and you know I don't think the Chiefs are they're not vintage Chiefs, they're imminently gettable. Yeah, I feel like you lost the whole thing last night. And that opening half, best half you could ever imagine. Second half, arguably the worst. And, yeah, we can get into the Dan Campbell stuff. I'm happy to. You know, if there's if there's one problem I have in all of this, it's most people, not all of you, most people are are forgetting the biggest problem where you're running the ball on third and goal and having to use a timeout in a situation you can't use a timeout because the <laughs> game's now over if you don't recover an onside kick. That's true malpractice. Not taking the three to tie, or not taking the three to maybe go up seventeen, are debatable moments. They really are, Rico. From a win probability standpoint, point two percent advantage, right? By going versus not, you could say that's a debate. It is a coin flip. I know what side of the coin I reside on. I'm not going to kill the guy over it. No, but, the, but the when mistake I look at, late, yeah. Whoa. Well, see, I think it was a mistake early,
2: Mike. Right before the half, the Lions had the opportunity to go for the kill shot. Dan Gamble would have just gone for it. They were at the two-and-a-half-yard line, 10 seconds to go, and instead he kicks a field goal. But it wasn't just that. He hesitated. He didn't know what to do. Jared Goff is looking at him like, what are we doing here, coach? And he's asking the ref, how close is it? Hmm, I don't know. The 49er defense was reeling. They were a wounded animal. This was your kill shot time. This was your chance to go up 28-7 to 7 and put them away. He hesitated. And I do wonder if some of this led back to the whole Dallas game where, man, I should have took the points, but instead I got too overly aggressive. You know what? Just kick the field goal. Let's go into halftime. That was the time that I thought early in the game, when you have that big of a lead, you just put this team
0: away that was the moment
2: for me that I thought he missed can't out argue. on. It's
0: a great point. Can't argue, and it also puts itself to a level of inconsistency. Yeah, you know, if we're gonna be who we are, I I'll, this is the issue when we get into this, Rico, and it's it's not about me and you. I am saying us with the callers. I can't prove any of these things, right? Like if you said to me, Michael, they should have gone for it. They should have handed it to Montgomery and gone right behind Sewell, and they're in the end zone. I can't prove you're wrong. I can't prove you're right. We get into these arguments of hypothetical plays that don't. Like an example. Yeah. I could say, listen, seven minutes to go in the NFC title game. I have to put Badgley out there, who's roughly 80% for his career from 46 yards. I have to tie this game. Yeah. Or, you know what But you could, I don't know if he makes it. Or you could also say,
2: how about this? When you're trying to get back into the game, why don't you let your all pro right tackle be a right tackle and not in motion as a tight end for an entire drive? What are you doing?
3: Maybe this, they should have called up Zach Ertz. I,
2: David, I'm like, are, are you serious? Like, okay, you're running Panai Seul, he's eligible. He's and then the announcers had some fun with it, but it's like the entire series, he's running, even if he catches the ball, he's not going anywhere. He's not running a 4-2 out there. He's probably running like a 9-2. He's going to get stopped. What are you doing? But, yeah, it was like Ben Johnson just got way too cute and
0: stopped doing what got you there in the first half. But, but again, fellas, let's, let's just be honest now. I said it, and I'll say it again. Five total possessions in the second half. One was a fumble on the first play. Another was a three and out, which, correct me if I'm wrong, featured a Josh Reynolds brutal drop. I want to pull it up on the play chart. I don't want to have anyone get angry at me. We're going to try to have therapy today and be okay. Yup, incomplete short middle Reynolds. So when you only have three possessions left and it's all falling apart, maybe Ben Johnson got a little shook. Rico, you're not wrong. I'm only trying to come up with explanations. It was masterful in the first class. It was First half Their their concepts in the ground game were a different way of doing what Green Bay did, getting to the edge, cracking down on the edges like it was beautiful. It was, Second which is why is just,
2: yeah, it's like you're all pro right tackle. And what are we doing with this man? You're you're taking him away from his strength. Why? What was the point to this? Uh, None none of that may... It was almost as if they got too cute and they just didn't want to go back to their bread and butter.
0: I don't get it. Oh, also, also, if you're going to call up and slander your quarterback, call a different show. Oh, I know, it's terrible ideas, radio hosts. Tell people not to engage with your radio show. Well, here's me right into the microphone. Mike, (laughs) Mike, take it elsewhere.
2: You must not have heard other shows. You didn't know that on those fourth and two and fourth and three... Even Brock Purdy ran for
0: 50 yards. Why couldn't Jared Goff run and pick up first down? Oh, God. Oh, my dear God. How about we put it on the receiver who dropped the football twice? The concept was right. The call was right. You want to tell me you were upset later in the game when, when San Francisco tricked Goff and he had to throw a contested ball? You want to tell me you're upset there? Okay, but come on, man. This guy's played Pro Bowl-level football, and he had you up 17 in the NFC title game. Did Jared Goff drop those two passes? Did Jared Goff fumble? But no, Did Jared Goff have the ball bounce off his front teeth? No, but he's Looking not mobile you, Bob enough. Vildor? He's not mobile enough to, to pick up the first down using his legs. Okay, well, you know what? We're all not as blessed as you, caller. You know who is, though. What? Hendon Hooker would have gotten it done. Okay. You know what? Going to be a short show today. <laughs> Read something. I'm going to be hitting that radio. I'm going to be. I'm going to be hitting that radio portal if 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 that comes through. What are lines. you
3: doing, Rico? No, oh,
0: no, 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 David.
2: Last night, going over show stuff, and I'll make this quick. I'm going over show stuff for today, so I'm listening to Stoney's the post game show. These were real callers. Real callers were oh, saying. I,
3: I heard the same callers last oh, night. we need
2: to get Hinden Hooker in there immediately. Like, wow. Body's not even No, nah, you need yet. to get
0: to a methadone clinic is what you need <laughs> to do. <laughs> All right. All right, David, a few of the ticket texts, and then we go to loaded phone lines. And it's anything you want today, a little bit of a group therapy, vent, do what you got to do. And yes, we have opinions on every angle of the game but I want to hear from you guys on it. I know, Rico, you agree. David, first, ticket text. Go ahead.
3: Lions kickers track record for kicking 40-plus yards is 40%. Going for it has the better odds. I'm just fine with what Dan Campbell decided to do.
0: Uh, Someone says— You're telling lies. No, no, stop. Stop. We're not doing this today. Badgley for a career is like 78% from 40 to 49 yards. Stop making stuff up. I've already got a short fuse today. Sick as a dog. I don't need you boners really triggering me here. You don't need to make things up to talk sports. Yeah. And if you hate your kicker that much, you should have cut him
2: a long time ago. Seriously, if you're not going to use him,
3: use why the is roster the field? spot. Right. Yeah, you're right. Uh Mike Rico, if we're assigning blame, I think Ben Johnson deserves a big chunk, especially at the end of the game, the first play calling was superb. First half play calling was superb. Second half was suspect. Uh, now someone else says, "Are we all just going to ignore the third and goal run that immediately ended the game for the Lions?"
0: No, no, it we was malpractice. That. Period. If you really want to know, like what upsets me the most, it's that because here's I mean, we thing. could talk yeah. about debating the merits of not answering the Niners three with three or hey, pressure kick on the road, NFC title game, don't love Badgley, 77% career, we're about 80% going for it down in distance on the season, which is true. We can debate that. You cannot debate the end of game. That was malpractice. No, because here's the thing. Go ahead, brother.
2: Because if you were going to go for it and run it like that, you have your field goal team ready and say, guys, if we get stuffed, you know what, it, run out there, it's a scramble drill, go kick the field goal real quick so we can keep the timeouts and we'll just have to get the touchdown. We'll take the field goal right now. But it was like he ran it and was just expecting the 49ers to lay down and then he, okay, well, I guess we got to call a timeout. The second you did that, that was the ball game because you could score. The only thing that people would be angry are the betters who took the Niners in the over, but other than that, there's no way you're going to kick an onside kick in in today's NFL. Because, I mean, you found out later that the Lions touched the ball. It was illegal touching, but once they fell on it, you do the math. That's ball game. That ain't Todd Bowles on the other side who just says, well, we just don't care anymore. No, they they did the math. They worked it out. You're right. That was one where it should have been a fire drill with the kicker, and you run out there. If we miss this, and you go ahead and you just kick the field goal, and we'll worry about the touchdown in a few minutes.
0: Let's get some of the callers two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Sue is going to lead us off on a Monday. Sue, how are you?
4: Hi, I'm good. Um, I'm a six year old woman who's been watching and loving the Lions since I was four, and my thoughts are. I've been listening to all these men, not that I'm going to say anything bad about men, but I've been listening to them through this whole program, um, coaching from the couch. And I've never been able to play football. I've never been able to coach football. But my thoughts are coaches coach the players and the players play the game. Um, The team wins or loses as a whole. Well my opinion, the you know most negative one I would have is it just seemed like in the second half they forgot how to catch and they definitely forgot how to tackle. And Campbell has coached the same way the whole year and he has got them to where they were because he was aggressive. He's That's always right. been aggressive, he's always taken the chances and at the end of the day my belief is any team, great, good, bad, can lose or win to any other team on any given day. I right. am so, ex- also, I excited now, 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 hold, for hold the on,
0: year. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, that's enough.
4: Thank you. All right, hold on. Just, just
0: relax. You, you, you're up 17 in the second half. I don't need anyone anywhere anytime. Sue, you lost me there. I like what Sue had to say because Sue gets it. You love Dan Campbell? You love Dan Campbell? You love who he is, what he It's all, all inclusive. Is, yeah. Then you got to live with it. Yeah.
2: This is, this ain't a Chinese restaurant where you pick what you want on the menu. No, no, no. It all
0: comes there. I mean, hell, the play calls were good on 4th down. I had a bigger problem handing the ball to amon Ross St. Brown on a 3rd and 4. You mean he's not your main right? Like 2000 yards backs. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying, Rico? No. Okay. No, no, no. Come, no, no, down. no. No, no, no. That's right. Only one of us has $12 in jewelry on. Thank you, cat. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. Here we go. No. Okay. No, no, no. No,
5: calm, calm no, down. no, no.
0: Thank you so much. You are an angel for having that on the drop board. Let's go to Philip ninety-seven-one. <laughs> What's up, Philip? How you doing? Phil. Phil? Phil. Gone. Next. Gone. Fast-paced today, Rico. We go to Mario, 97-1. What's up, Mario?
6: Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey. Uh, Mike, hope you're feeling afternoon. better. Mike, absolutely 150% agree with what you had to say. Let me go into a little bit of detail if you'll indulge me. First of all, sure. love love Dan Campbell. This was a team loss. This is not to pin on one person or two persons. This was a team loss, players, coaching, etc. Let me explain. Two critical errors in the game, both having to do with the two fourth-down attempts to convert. On the first one, absolutely agree with Dan Campbell to go for it. Unfortunately, Josh Reynolds fumbled the pass. He would have been at the 40-yard line. There was They were up 24-10. They had plenty of time to eventually get a field goal or score a touchdown. Now you make it a three-possession game where San Fran's got to get three cracks to even tie the game. Secondly, the second fourth down conversion attempt, I disagreed with, and I'll tell you why. The game was completely reversed. It was then 27-24 San Fran. If we kick the field goal and tie the game, San Fran gets the ball back. Now, even if San Fran scores, whether it's a field goal or touchdown, you only have to tie or win the game with one possession. Instead, they were down 34-24. They had to take two cracks at even tying the game. If San Fran comes down the field, okay, when it's 27-27, and they only get a field goal, we get the ball back, we could still win the game. To me, that's a critical strategic error on the part of Dan Campbell. Still love what he's done, still support the man 100%, but in my opinion... Those were the two critical errors. The Jameer-Gibbs fumble, to me, even though San Fran converted, is offset by the fact that we got the interception off Purdy and we converted on that one. So to me, those two cancel each other. If you look at the totality of the game, those were the two strategic errors. And I'll listen to what you guys have yeah. to say.
0: Yeah, Mario, Mario, I'm with you. Listen, anything that precluded the decision with seven minutes to go, not to tie the NFC Championship game, or or let me be let me be fair, to attempt to tie. I can't act like we have Justin Tucker, um, but I'd like to think a guy who's been in the league for a while who kicks at roughly an eighty percent clip in that range of forty to forty nine yards. I personally, I'm kicking. Mm-hmm. I I think the the cost benefit analysis here is way out of skew to the negative. If I don't get this, this game is largely over. If I do get it, we're now tied right. with a lot of football to go. Right. I just, I but, I but I can't kill him on it because it was a coin flip. I, I'm not, I, Rico, let me be clear. I'm only doing it because I don't want to battle people today. No, but it's, if I killed him field, in though. Dallas because it was a 15% differential right. to the negative with what he did. This wasn't.
2: You kick the field goal. You stop the bleeding. You take the crowd out of the game. Because now it's a one-possession game. Now it's almost, you know what, even if they, like the caller just said, even if they score, you get the ball back, and maybe you go for two and just go for the kill shot and end this thing, and we're talking about, wow, you know, we had to sweat it out, but they found a way to win it in the end. But when you roll the dice, that – Late in the game, I'm like, now you've set yourself back because if they score a touchdown, you you got to hold them to a field goal because they score a touchdown, this game's over. And when McCaffrey broke that run down the
0: sideline, I was like, and this is over. It's the thing that analytics don't take into account, the game flow. Sean McVay said this after his decision not to go for it on 4th and 14, and he got killed by it, and he goes, look, the analytics don't take into account what's actually happened in the game. Ask yourself this, Rico. How many points did the Lions score in the second half of the wild card round game? What, three? And that's why McVeigh punted. Mm-hmm. Their defense adjusted. They were stopping them. In his mind, I'm getting this ball back. But see, analytics don't take stuff like that into account. I looked at it as. I am the puppy dog holding the coffee cup, yelling, "Everything is fine" as the world burns around me. I'm gonna go ahead and just tie this and see if we can regroup. <laughs> but I've said that all year long, yeah. so I get to say that today. No, that's not bashing.
2: That's no. just you said that. You know what? You were you didn't like the Dan Gamble. I said he got you there. You danced with yep. the girl that you brought, and you know what? She embarrassed you. All right. More your phone he's a, calls. He's a damn good coach. Yeah. More he's your a damn phone damn calls good coach next. Go, but oh, Dave is telling us we're no. number one.
0: <laughs> uh, so are you. We'll Ninety-seven-one. Get- all right. Right back to the people. It is group therapy, and again, the ground rules. All I've asked is, please, let's be a little higher level. I don't think it's fair just to blame Dan Campbell. I don't think it's fair just to blame Josh Reynolds. It's all of it. Uh, as David has always told me about raising his children, it takes a village. It takes a village to drive that car off the cliff like you did up 17 and a half. Everybody <laughs> played a hand.
2: I've never heard it's it put just, that way, Mike, but
0: uh, well done. I am here for you. Where's the bill? Uh, oh, you know go. what? The bill's still on the other side from yesterday. Okay. Well, Point? Sorry. But ding, let's go to Chris ninety seven one. Chris, what's going on, buddy?
7: Good afternoon, Valenti Enrico.
0: Hey, hello, Chris. How are you? Uh, you sound a little bit more upset than I am. They well, have great Sick season, as a dog. What do you know? want from Mayor?
7: Well, you you want to hear that you want to hear the straight truth? Yeah, go ahead. What's uh, hold up? account. Hold accountability. Not not on Dan Campbell at all a little bit on Ben Johnson, but guess who gets paid the millions of dollars to perform at the highest level the NFL expects from their players is the players. Yep. They're the ones that's supposed to execute. You got two drop passes that should have clearly been caught. So did he have nerves that he couldn't handle the pass? The fumble from Gibbs? You know, there's so many different factors. And the one thing I want to say that I'm no color it. has said, how do we know the field goal kicker didn't get injured and they just kept it a secret?
0: Well, because now now that's like conspiracy theory stuff. Yeah. I don't want to do that.
7: It's a possibility, but, though. Because because he made a kick right. 54 it, yards against the Rams, and this was a 48, which was guaranteed that Chris, he would make.
2: Chris, I, I just don't think that they wanted to trust him in that big of a moment. And they felt like, you know what? That's not Justin Tucker. We're, we're just going to go ahead and pick up this first down that's what i yeah if your
0: kickers hurt you don't kick your extra points so let's just not do that i'll stick to the meat of the call chris you're right if josh reynolds catches one of those passes if gibbs doesn't fumble if if vildor doesn't lose both front teeth by the ball bouncing off of a game-changing interception maybe maybe to all of them now the vildor thing i think they end up keeping the flag so i i think that one is probably the lowest on my line of things. I don't think they picked the flag up. Right, There would have been a penalty in some way, shape, or form. I don't like when refs do that and let the result of the play dictate whether they're calling the penalty. Yeah, yeah, you know, have one of those little PTA meetings after the play. But Reynolds and, and, and Gibbs, yes. I can't argue that. But I don't think it's fair to take the head coach and go, hey, four real high leverage moments where you rolled the dice and came up empty. I don't think it's unfair to have that conversation. That's not demonizing him, no. but it, it, it is got to live in a real world down there, Chris. Come on. And
2: you know what? Who also is really is not getting any blame, but it's been a problem, Mike, all season is, is Ben Johnson What's in the that? third quarter. Like, once again, you came again? out and did nothing. And you know what nothing. this game really reminded me of? New Orleans. They jumped ahead of the Saints down in New Orleans. It looked like it was going to be a cakewalk. And then all of a sudden in the second half – They couldn't do anything. The only reason they won that game, they knocked Carr out the game, and they found just enough to squeak past. They did not purdy out the game, and they ended up losing. But they jumped way ahead, and we all thought, like, my goodness, they may may hit 70 points in
0: the game. Well, it all ended in the first half. The problem with the third quarter, though, I mean, Rico, San Francisco gets the ball coming out of the half. They go 72 yards. Then you have a one-play fumble. Then San Francisco gets the football again, scores. But no, you no, no, hold on. Hold, but, Mike, they went down and they kicked a field goal. They didn't get
2: the touchdown. They kicked the field goal, and then you drove it all yes. the way down, and it looked as if you
0: were about to score again, and you gave it back that to one, them. That one, you're right. Yes. And, and, again, if you look at the anatomy of that whole deal, it still comes back to Reynolds dropping the ball. Yeah. that. Had, listen, I, I, there's so much wrong with how they lost this game. I don't want to, like, do this massive power rank. But when when a caller calls in and wants to talk Campbell, I'll do it. When I want to call in and talk about the players, we'll do it. It's both. Josh Reynolds catches that football fourth and two at the 28. You're, you're scored. Yeah. Period. Or, uh, worst case
2: scenario, now, you kick a field goal, and you match theirs, and it's still a 17-point lead. Because up 17 and you know means, where I'm at. Yeah. You just match point for point, and you can never beat
0: me. That's right.
3: See, what I See, I...
0: No, David, all I was going to say is I can't kill him on it, and I haven't, and I won't. I can disagree with it, and I can say it is no secret, fourth and two, after San Francisco got three to open the half, I'm using the fire extinguisher. I'm going to match their three and go, hope you had fun. Now there's six minutes left in the third, and you're still at 17. That's me. Maybe I'm a fuddy-duddy. I'm not hip and cool. No, because in Go the I second half, it. all you got to do is just play keep away.
3: Well, that, and, and that's what I was saying. Cause I've been talking to Kenny all day. It's it's only two possessions in in the second half. I would have gone for the field goal, and it would be the first one in the in the second half, and then the last one to tie it. Well, not the last one, but to tie it at 27, I'm probably going for a field goal. So but what I fourth, don't
2: both fourth downs.
3: Well, there was a third one in there where they missed it as well. Another drop by Reynolds. Two We're drop down, by that Reynolds. Was third down. Oh, you're right. That okay. was third and 10, right. and it,
2: and then it fourth yeah. to three but, and out. But, yeah.
3: here, but here's the problem that I have, and this is why I think a lot of people are upset with Dan Campbell, is because they're waiting for the result of the play to then decide That's if they right. would rather go for it or not. I'm sitting there watching the game at the moment saying what to do, go for it or not, because I just what it's just what I feel and I know what Dan Campbell is going to do. Don't get upset with the play because of the result.
2: And here's the thing, David, when it comes to the fourth down stuff, as you've seen the Lions, because they make a lot, it's contagious. When you make them, you keep making them. But when you miss them, then all of a sudden, everybody's trying to do a little bit too much and overthink things and drop passes or they don't hit the right hole and now they got stuffed. So that's what happened. So once you started missing the fourth downs. That's when it's the power. You know what, guys? Today's not our day. I'm not going to gamble this.
3: The avalanche it's- starts growing all of a sudden, and boom.
2: Yeah, it's just like when we do our gambling segment. Maybe it's time to just opt out for today. Doesn't mean you have to quit.
0: But how about just today? We're going to power it down and pass. I would go to the caller on line five. They don't have a name. That's so we'll Chad. go to Brian on line six. Oh, that's Chad on five. Okay. Perfect. Chad, Chad, what's going on, buddy?
7: Man, Mikey, I feel like you uh, on the rant day. Everyone's like, hey, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean, how am I doing? I'm absolutely yeah, furious. Yeah. <laughs> um, going into the game, it was like house money for me. The only way I, – I was never emotional about this team all year until they unraveled. And, Mike, I'm going to go back to what I said after the Rose Bowl. Dan Campbell's a good coach. He is a good coach. But – I, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm going to be unfair, but to me it's way too much rah-rah and not enough analyzing what's happening in front of your face. Um, another misnomer, everyone's saying, oh, well, we got there because of the aggressive myths. Guys, that's not true. We converted 52% of our downs this year. You're not converting at a high clip, and you're doing it all over the place. I think the aggressiveness hurts us more than it helps us. It, it's the reason why we weren't the one seed, because Dan was insistent on being Mr. Aggressive instead of analyzing what was happening in front of his face. He did it again last night. Mike, you made a comment during the week, and I agreed with you. No team is more connected, no coach is no more connected to his team. He was disconnected in that second half. His team unraveled in front of his face. He should have saw it after the kids' fumble. I, I was like, call a timeout and gather the team around you and tell them to calm down. Um, I remember in a game, where in an AFC title game, where, where, where the Patriots were unraveling, Belichick went over to the offense, which he never does, and told them, relax, just do your job. You're, you're pressing. He, he did not have the pulse of the team. They unraveled in front of his face, and he did nothing about it. And the field goals, to me, are unacceptable. You have, Listen, if gambling is who you are, that's fine. You can still be Mr. Cha-Cha, mister Ra Ra, Mr. Woo! And gamble all the time. And go, for this spot right here in the NFC title game, in enemy territory, in a championship game, on the road, and the crowds come alive, and all the momentum's against us, I know that's who I am, but right here, right now, I'm going to take the three points. We're going to stop the bleeding. He, he, he countless, countless times... His boner, his aggressiveness is over, his recklessness cost his steam game, cost the Philly game but last Chad, year. But Chad, across but Chad, hold year. on, Chad. Hold on, Chad, because oh, there's, up, some,
3: there's something you said that you're wrong about. That is how they got there. They are number two in the league for fourth down attempts. That is how they got there.
7: What, what fourth down conversion was critical on it? Give me an example of what game of fourth down conversion directly led to them winning the game. I completely disagree with fourth you. Fourth and I six in Los Angeles against the Chargers.
2: Okay, Chad, Chad, Chad. Okay, okay Chad, okay,
7: okay, I'll give you the Chargers game, Mike. I'll give you the Chargers game. You're right about that. What other game did it directly lead to a win? I disagree with you, David. They still get to where they get to if he runs the game like a normal damn coach. He's got to figure out how to run a game. He's got to figure out how to analyze what's happening and adjust to it accordingly. He doesn't do that, and I'm furious because it keeps happening and it happens in the biggest damn spots, and it's unacceptable. He's got to get better. That's all
2: I can say. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, they they went for it against the Chiefs, and they
0: they won that game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me add this, <laughs> and and Jim Jim Costa. Because I'm pretty sure Jim was up till 5 a.m. seething. I think they were something like 17 for 21 on fourth and three or shorter this year. Mm -hmm. So just taking. They they were at like a 70 some percent clip. Yeah. Right. They were basically equal to what Badgley is from that spot. Mm -hmm. So it's not fair to take a fourth and 11 in Baltimore and put it into the fourth down tally because all fourth downs are not created equal. And, and but just, once Chad got on a roll, I chopped it out. Well, like, for oh, the I'm record,
2: uh, I think they went for it both Vikings games and won the Bears, it's the Saints,
0: yeah, the Chargers.
2: Um, did they go My far? whole
0: thing with Dan Campbell has always been split the difference, split the difference. You can't be all aggression all the time. I think yeah. you do. I look. Although I, the presentation by Chad was a little much, I don't disagree with the message in that you have to read the room. This is the NFC title game. Mm-hmm. This isn't just a week eight game in October. Right. There was, I, it, I, kick I, the
2: field I, goal. It's not raining. There's no wind.
0: It's perfect weather. Go out there. Kick it. the field goal. You're number one. 97-1. Uh right. We'll do a quick timeout here. We'll get right back to your calls. Group therapy Monday. I just still can't believe what i watched and um look if you guys disagree with what i think it cost you we can talk about it we're all over the place with the game so we'll get right back to you but right now a couple minutes let's go on the board that's an act of god yeah i'm going back to the will straight money line victory i don't like these spreads if you're taking the underdog they're winning on the board powered by FanDuel. All right, so it's a rat card in college hoops tonight. Only game that might be interesting to watch. I can't advise getting involved with it. Would be Houston at Texas tonight. Just a good in-state game. I wouldn't touch the road favorite laying in five and a half, but I also, I don't like the Longhorns at all. Uh, I got some from the NBA for you. I'm 3-0 my last three NBA plays. Oh, we could give it a whirl. Don't go crazy. I know, Rico. I know. But this is interesting. Celtics started 20-0 at home. Now they've lost two in a row. And tonight they welcome in the Pels. Good young team, get up and down, score it. You're getting nine and a half. Huge bet differential on this one. I would I would look at the Pels here. Going out and beating fellow playoff teams by double digits? No. Nah. And the Celtics still lack some of that killer instinct they've shown in multiple games this year. The Clipper game, the Bucks game. They, they get disengaged sometimes. And that even includes when they're up late. Take the nine-and-a-half, roll with the Pels tonight. What do you got for the people?
2: You know what, Mike? I'm actually going back to college basketball. And, look, Duke is coming off of a, a victory that they literally stole this weekend. It's one of the worst calls I've ever seen. But I think they're going to bounce back on the road against Virginia Tech and win the game. I'm going to parlay that. So I'm taking Duke money line. I'm going to take the Houston money line because Texas is too busy worrying about people doing the horns down sign than actually just playing the game. So, Duke money line, Houston money line at plus 140. Uh,
0: wow. Okay. I don't hate it. I don't. All right. Rock and roll. I mean, Let's you know, over don't new, worry I mean, about I, the points. I can't. Sing that fight song, I can't get collect in- that money I know, I can't get involved in it But I don't hate your angle on it Kenny, hockey We either have two games or 20 tonight The way your league runs, what do we got? Um, Even less than two actually, we have one game tonight I quit
8: Yeah, we got Preds traveling right, out Pre- <laughs> Preds even money it is Preds even money it is, that actually is Thankfully, the one game that's on there I actually like
0: so, yeah, Preds even money. Kenny, ha- have you gotten an answer why the NHL is doing this this year where it's two games, 16, four games, 15? What what am I missing here? Uh,
8: it's a joke league. This is not a real sports league. That's what I've determined. Based on how the league is run and based on how the games are situated, <laughs> this is not a real league. And it's barely a real sport at this point. Okay. All good vibes yeah, here on yeah, my guy, I mean, Kenny. Yeah, it, it's like they, an intern
2: came up with the schedule and somebody forgot to double check it. And just said, you know what? Just go
3: for it. It works. Just
8: throw a game in there. Who the hell cares? Doesn't matter.
0: All right, David, what do you got?
3: Yeah, I'll keep it simple. Uh, Lakers are coming off an overtime victory against the Warriors, which was a really good game on Saturday night. Okay, I felt bad for Steph Curry
2: because Steph Curry finally had his game-winning shot.
3: And then it was it. (laughs)
2: He made it too soon.
3: Yeah, he did. Um, So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go – Minus 110 money line for the Houston Rockets tonight. Um, They want to sit here and laud how LeBron is the oldest player in the NBA. Well, I think he's going to need a little rest after that overtime victory. So minus 110 Houston Rockets.
0: Good luck. Rockets are so inconsistent. I know. All right. Listen, light night. I'll have some college for you tomorrow. Don't worry. Back to your Lions calls next.
1: 97.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
9: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: All right, it is 3 o'clock. Uh, also, just received a text from TJ Lang going, Wow, you sound like you're dying. I'm sick, TJ. What I mean, it's not a mystery. I am the living embodiment of Lions fan today. Because blowing a seventeen-point game in the NFC, uh, seventy-point lead in the NFC title game is sickening. Why is TJ even up? uh, please, he wants to call in. He wants to go after caller Chad. I go, do whatever you want to do. I'm just trying to use one nostril today. All right, like I said, you want to call? Call. Stop breaking my balls in a commercial. Right. He got back at like five in the morning. Like I figured he would be asleep all day. I told him call in. But I'm not missing this show today. I'd have to be dying to miss this show today. He knows. we have to be here for the people.
2: Yeah, TJ knows the hotline number, right? Call in,
3: Gee whiz. He has all of our numbers. Okay, he can do whatever he wants.
0: I just think he. I oh, don't to mess worry. You. He's over here going, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, y'all, yeah, please. It's his. It's his pastime. It's what he does. <laughs> now, where we started the show, and we're going to get right to the callers. It's simple. I don't believe he can blame one person. I don't think it's fair to do what national media is just doing and making this just a dan campbell thing i don't think that's fair if you want the win probabilities of the decisions 0.2 percent on the first go for it in the third quarter 0.3 percent with seven minutes left in the game those are coin flips do i disagree with them yes disagree with them before they ever snap the ball yeah but i don't get to kill them on those they're coin flips And this is who he is. And what did we say on the pregame show yesterday, Rico? Be you. Yep. Don't do what Baltimore did starting that game yesterday, getting completely out of what they are defensively. And that's why if you're going to go down, go down swinging. See, that's why I'm a little upset
2: because he wasn't himself at the end of the half. At the end of the half. Dan Campbell goes for the touchdown, goes for the kill shot, goes up 28-7 to and says, San Francisco, your move. He hesitated. You saw it. Jared Goff and the offense stayed on the field like, Coach, give us the play. Which one are we running? He's conferring with the ref. Mm, wait, wait, is it two yards, two and a half yards? Uh, I don't know. You know what? Uh, let's just. Let's kick the field goal. No, Dan, that was the time that you should have just gone for the kill shot. The 49ers were reeling. You should have put them out of their misery. But the other ones, maybe he had to go through this to realize when you're in the NFC title game or even in the Super Bowl, you take points when they're there. Because when you if not, you start chasing them. And once you start chasing points, you rarely catch them. He should have stopped the bleeding. He didn't. He went for it. Reynolds dropped it. And then with, with you know, seven minutes to go in the game, just tie the game up, lean on your defense, give him a rah-rah speech, try to get a three and out, get the ball back, and try to win the game. But instead, he, he was still chasing the
0: points that he missed. And that's the problem, in my opinion. So Well, and again, the most egregious thing he did, you cannot use a timeout minute and change to go because you ran the ball at the goal line, and now if I don't get the onside kick, the game's over. Yeah, That's the thing no one's talking about. You're right. That should have been a
2: fire drill. You should have already told your kicker, hey, if anything happens, you guys run out on the field, kick the field goal because we need 10 points. So let's just take the three now, and we'll take our chance on getting the seven later. But Yeah, you're doing
0: three passes there into a field goal period yeah. I, I I could not justify a run there exactly and if e- and even if you're going to give the ball to Montgomery
2: it's a halfback option pass where if the tight end or Panay Sewell breaks free from the line on a trick play you have the right to throw it to him or throw it out the
0: back of the end zone but that stops the clock correct and again if Reynolds catches a ball if you don't have the Gibbs fumble um there there are a number of things. But in totality, it, it was a complete collapse. And, and I started the show with this, and no one has yelled at me yet, so I'll say it again. I don't think you just lost going to the Super Bowl. I think you lost winning it.
2: At that first, team, yeah, I, I, I thought that was a little hyperbole at first, Mike, but then, I, it, yeah, you're right. Because the way you were playing in the first half, was you were the best team in football that day. You would have beat the Ravens. You would have beat the Chiefs and you were beating the brakes off the Niners. No one could stop you. You were a machine. Wasted in all of this was that J-Mo breakout game that we all wanted. It just happened, including him snatching the ball out of the air from the hands of Ambry Thomas to say, no, no, no. I need that ball back. We're trying to win this game. J-Mo did everything we wanted him to do in this game. But you made so many poor decisions. But you were the best team. You're right. That if you want to play Kansas City, you've already beaten them.
0: You would have beat them again. The other problem is, and it's not hyperbole, but it'll never be like this again. Your quarterback's going to make double the money. He's going to be in the 50s. You're going to have to pay Amon Ross St. Brown 25 per minimum. You're going to have to spend and you're just not gonna have now look you got 60 million cap space you need to spend every penny yeah you got to be all in dan Campbell said it after the game I was about to say it's gonna be twice as hard to get back here yeah he told his team I'd like to say we'll be
2: back but I can't tell you that because it's hard to do and there's no it's guarantee we're going to be back you know I believe so in everything's team. Yeah.
0: on the table today yeah everything's out there for you we're trying to do group therapy with you guys but also shoot you straight on it I don't want to do the lazy stuff where where you power bomb the coach. I, I, first of all, the majority of you don't get to do that. You signed up for this. This is who you are. It's the DNA of the man, the team, and the culture. You can't dovetail because it didn't work. Now, if you don't like all those moves and you were saying it all here, do it. But you know what? I have bad news for you. I don't think anybody wants to hear told you so today. No. I, it's not the time. And second of all, the calls were Good josh reynolds catch the ball he'd been so clutch all year for this team all year catches one of those balls don't you feel like the game could be different certainly the fourth down but even the third down you don't go three and out there
2: Mm -hmm. because that's when all all of a sudden yeah
0: the blood was in the water at that point let's go to the people let's go to brian 97 one brian how you doing buddy Brian and Brian. Next. it on. Let's go to RJ if we could. RJ, how are you? RJ. Okay. Awesome. Let's go to Andrew.
2: Let's try. Rico, has something going on I don't know about? Uh, we had problems earlier. Let's try Andrew. Andrew.
10: What's going on, guys? Hey, Andrew. There he is. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I spent the first part of my morning getting a GoFundMe together. To uh, possibly cover the expenses of Rico taking a PTO today, PTO day today, because honestly, Rico, I don't really <laughs> want you here. a bad, dude? Okay. What did I do? Love you to death, but but I but I don't want you here. Uh, I don't really feel like you're allowed to be in this
0: conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, wait, oh Andrew, wait, stop wait, it now. Wait, 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 he on. has done nothing egregious. What what have stop I it said? now. I what know, have I done? But uh, you just
10: exist. Wow. And you're a Niners fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It sounds so harsh. My bad. Right. Because so, I, I didn't drop passes. Oh,
0: my God.
10: I Oh, my God. Hey, so, hey, uh, sorry, man. Hey, Andrew, what's your problem is.
0: with Rico? Birth. Uh, he's oh, Niners, Niners. That
10: was really about it. Let's go. I know. Oh, so, um, uh, actually, uh, I actually just crossed to the Cincy Bridge. Uh moving next to Keelan there, Mikey. So, if you ever want to come down and uh, yes. go go horse racing. Uh, I'm going to be down here. We'll see you in
0: April for Bluegrass Day. Yes, sir. Oh, bet your ass. That's a great time.
10: Yes. So, uh, all right. Um, Just drop balls. Reynolds makes that play 10 out of 10 times the whole season, and he drops two of the most clutch catches he could have possibly. Like, like Jared was targeting him for a reason because he was clutch, and he dropped two of them. And then. you guys are absolutely right, going for the field goal at the end and then hoping you get the seven at the end. We should have never been in the position in the first place. We, we were all celebrating at the half, and then maybe that's, that's our fault.
0: Well, and listen, I mean, the Reynolds thing, like, you could compare it, like, remember when Wes Welker inexplicably dropped the ball in the Super Bowl? Yeah. It cost them largely a, a Super Bowl, like Jackie Slater back in the day. Like, the moment is too big sometimes. And what is routine and what is regular, stuff happens. I, I can't explain it. Right. I, I don't think anyone has been more positive about Josh Reynolds than me. He's so clutch for this team, and he's been such a security blanket for Goff in big moments. It was stunning. And for it to happen twice, it's yeah. it's inexplicable. It was, but Mike, uh, you, David, Kenny,
2: have fun. I'm out of here. I'm taking a PTA. I, <laughs> He goes, he goes, well,
0: your general existence.
2: You just exist.
0: You're here. <laughs> a wow. Spicy way to start the three o'clock. Uh, let's go over to Anthony, 97 1. Anthony, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys.
11: Uh, Anthony here, Niners fan. I live right by the stadium out here, so I'm giving my Niners perspective. Uh, look at Detroit's a good team. Uh, I believe first half, 21 carries, 148 yards. Right, you guys scored three times. Of course, the momentum changed the second half. Two things that really stuck out to me: uh, the drop, pass, two drop passes by Reynolds when you guys were trying to um, push the momentum back in your favor. And of course, uh, Campbell. I mean, fourth and three, fourth, fourth and uh, fourth and three. You guys are down by three points, 24 to 27. You got to kick that field goal. You got to tie it up. Just I'm to with give you guys a little bit more with momentum. So, um, yeah, I mean, you guys you guys will be back. Um, I can feel your pain. I can feel Detroit's pain because it reminds me of the Niners being up on 2020 Super Bowl against Mahomes. I was there in Miami, so I felt it. I, we were close to the finish line and, of course, unfinished business. So we got a rematch with them. But, um, it, yeah, yeah, that offensive you know, the coordinator on Detroit up. side, yeah.
0: Yeah, but the point you bring up about passing the field goal to try to tie the game, that's the one. Look, you could leave everything that happened before that and go, look, before the half, you want to debate, going for it, field goal. Third quarter, you want to debate, let's get back up 17. Go ahead. I cannot work my way around. I have a field goal that Badgley hits 77% of the time. 46 yards. I mean, I hate calling it a chip shot, but in today's NFL, it kind of is. Thing you gotta hit 50. it. Yeah. You gotta tie the game up. You have to. Because the biggest problem is if I don't get it, and San Francisco scores now a two score game. I gotta tie this puppy up with seven minutes to go. And at worst, I'm gonna get the ball back with a chance to tie the game. At best, I get a chance to go and win the game. That's that's the one I'll never be able to work my way around. But even still, when they passed up on it, it's a fourth and three. It's at the 30. They are converting those at the same, if not slightly higher level, than their kicker would convert that down-a-distance kick. The problem is San Francisco tricked Goff on that play. Yeah, they did. Probably
2: the best. Gave him a man look, dropped into zone. Steve Wilkes has never done anything like – I mean, I thought he was going to get fired at halftime. And, like, Jared Goff had a look on his face like, Coach, I have never seen them do this before there's nobody open, we're effed, we're screwed. And, yeah, he was just hoping that Amon Ra would come back and get that ball. But, yeah, everybody was covered on that play.
3: See, but here's the thing, and it's it's for a later date, it's not for today, but yes. it goes back to Brad Holmes in the offseason. We talked about it going into the draft, going into free agency. They needed to get a kicker. And there's a problem when he supplements the the, the roster, he does a great job in the draft. That's their foundation. But when it comes to supplementing the roster, he hasn't got corners. He didn't get anything to uh, uh, compliment Aiden Hutchinson. yeah and There's Dave, a problem there. And David,
2: to bring it full circle, that play probably encompasses everything because you know who broke containment first? It was Chase Young. Then followed by Armstead and Harvgrave, and they chased him out of the pocket. But, yeah, that was Chase Young
0: that broke containment. Be better, get a kick. You want to see Chase Young at his best, you watch that play. You want to see him at his worst, watch him on the Gibbs touchdown run. Oh yeah. I've seen school children show better effort making their own bed than <laughs> Chase Young on that <laughs> touchdown run. Yeah. I don't know what that was.
2: Yeah. He's like, oh. Sorry. Yeah. Wait, you didn't blow the whistle? No, Chase.
0: He's still running and he's celebrating. Yeah. That was something. All right, we'll get more to calls coming up next, 97 1. All right, we'll get back to your calls here momentarily. I want to go ticket text just check in. David, anything stand out to you? I'm sure you're getting absolutely flooded.
3: Yeah, David Montgomery was a beast. My biggest problem is that Montgomery didn't get enough touches. San Francisco's defense was beaten down at halftime. Should have given him okay. the ball
0: more. All right, so hold on. Let let I I I don't like when fans do this. You had five possessions in the second half. One of them was a singular play, fumble. Another was a three and out. So there were three possessions. All right. Let's take a peek at what, what we what, what we have here. First and 10, completion of Laporta for 16. First and 10, Montgomery, gain of six. Second and four, you get the first down on the Hargrave penalty. First and 10, Montgomery up the middle for seven. Second and three. Montgomery over left guard for five. Catching a theme here? Now, the drive ends a couple of plays later, not because you stop moving the ball, but you end up on that fourth and two. Reynolds drops it. The next possession is the one-play fumble. How was I supposed to get it to Montgomery? It was a one-play drive. All right, now, if you want to critique the play calling, of the three and out. Well, let's take a look at what the three and out was. See, First and 10, hold on, hold on. Montgomery, Mike, right I, guard.
2: Hold on. Before you get to the three and out, maybe on the third and four, you just hand the ball off to Montgomery instead of I'm on rock. Well,
0: the third and four is coming up. Oh, okay. Oh, actually, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I want to apologize to you. You're right. Okay. One spot. We could say third and four from the San Francisco 30, which preceded. The, the Reynolds drop on fourth and two. Did you want to go into Montgomery there? Not Amon Ra. Okay, that's one. Right? Mm-hmm. Then the fumble. Then you had the three and out. Where Montgomery got the ball on first down. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, the next drive. The next drive, you're now trailing. You're down 27-24. Now, you moved the ball. So this is not an issue of we went away from Montgomery and what we were doing didn't work, including... First and 10, Detroit 47, Montgomery, left end, 16 yards, right? Mm-hmm. Gets another carry later in the drive. The drive ends on the fourth and three instead of kicking the field goal. Then you score a touchdown later, fine, 34-31. So here's what you're doing when you ticket text that in. You're telling me that using Amon Ra on the third and four was so egregious that, quote, going away from David Montgomery was a whopping one-carry differential. One. Guys, you don't need to make things up.
2: No, I think they're venting. No, they're venting, and in their world, you, you saw what you wanted to see instead of what really happened out on the field. That's why I said that one play. Now, if you said, why wasn't Montgomery in there? That's a great question. Or Gibbs. Great question, because either one of those guys, especially in that, t- Montgomery was just falling forward, picking up
0: yards. He should You should have had yeah, him And If you want to tell me, you want to tell me on first and 10, I don't need Gibbs in there. If Montgomery's in there, we don't fumble. I, you can quibble. The point I'm making is you got two legs to stand on here where it's one carry with Gibbs, one carry with Amon Ra. Where else did they go away from him? They used him in every drive. They only had three real possessions in the second half.
3: That's
0: all. Sorry, David, go ahead.
3: Yeah, someone wants to thank you all. Says, thank you, Mike and Rico, for doing this show today. It's been a pretty terrible night and day, and I think a lot of people are benefiting from this talk show today. Someone else is sending in. I mean,
2: it's really just kind of a wellness check. I mean, where are you? I mean, some people, like our first caller today, Sue was just, you know what, I'm happy. Didn't think we would make it this far, and let's do it next year.
3: Go ahead. And then someone else wants to text in saying, stop making excuses for Dan Campbell. He simply blew the game for the Lions. Let me stop,
2: Mike. Don't blow a gasket. Let me say this. Okay. If if I'm allowed to, you know, I should be taking a PTO day, but what the heck, I was here. Dan Campbell didn't drop the passes. If anything, Dan Campbell called the right play. The ball hit the receivers in the hands, which means that's on the players. Coaches coach, players play. He called the right play. On that third down play to Reynolds, Reynolds dropped it. I like Reynolds, okay? This isn't a bash of him, but he dropped the fourth down. I mean, they called right plays. Now, for Campbell, Campbell made mistakes. And we've. I said Campbell should have went for the touchdown at the end of the half. He should have kicked a field goal instead of going for it, at least to tie the game up at 27 all. But I can't sit here and say it's all his fault because I promise you, David, whoever sent that ticket text in was loving Dan Gamble when he went for it and threw the pass to Amon Ra to to end the Rams game. He wasn't sitting at home screaming. We got the first down, but I'm angry. He wasn't doing that. So you don't get to do that now
3: yeah cuz you can look at you can always look at fourth down decisions or even third down decisions to say sometimes oh it was a bad play call or whatever no the play was right the the decision to throw it was right the execution was poor
2: you not, have to catch the ball not a not a fourth and 3 bad play call yeah okay you you, you thought the Fair. niners were in man they were in zone goff had nowhere to go and he was being chased so he couldn't even pick up the 3 yards if he wanted to he did the smart move throw it away and let's try to get a stop. But all the other calls,
3: they were right calls. You just didn't execute. Sorry. Uh, uh, From A2 into come see, good game, tough loss. Josh Reynolds needs to be gone, though. Those two drops were even bigger than the Gibbs fumble. Well,
0: well, he is a free agent, so we'll see what happens. You can't distill what that guy's meant to this team in two plays. Come on now. Hey, you want, you want somebody you're probably going to move on from? It's probably Gardner Johnson.
2: You know what, Mike? A little bit too no, no, much on, sizzle, hold on, hold on, Mike. not enough steak. Explain that to the people next. How about you do that? Because I, I, I don't want I you to it. cheapen this. That's Explain fine. it to the people next. Done.
0: <laughs> Done. All right. So <clears throat> Rico alluded to this. Let me, let me give you two notes. And, and I'll start with C.J. Gardner Johnson. And then there's one other thing no one's talking about. And I would like to add it to the list of reasons you lost. But but the Gardner-Johnson thing, look, I like him as a player, but it's just gotten a little too much for me, and this team is built on culture, right? This team is built on grit and hard work and being all in. I don't know how many of you paid attention, but, I mean, last week, C.J. Gardner-Johnson should have got popped for a, for a personal file taunting. Got very lucky after he tossed the ball back at Baker. All week in the lead up to this game, he's out here calling Debo Samuel, little boy, and doing all this other weird stuff. Then they get in the game. He takes a cheap shot on Debo. All right, selfish. He's waving goodbye to the crowd. One problem, it's the second quarter. So you start to look at it and you go, all right, this is why the Saints didn't keep him. This is why the Eagles didn't pay him. This is how you got him on a one-year prove-it deal. Now, I'm not angry if they bring him back. But I'm just saying, I don't have to have him back. Melifonwu resurrected his career. Kirby Joseph's a good player. And you drafted Brian Branch. He's a luxury, not a need. Wouldn't be surprised if they moved on. Here's the other one. Do you know the only Lions player who played on defense to not register a single stat last night?
2: I think I do, but go ahead. A. Hutchinson. Didn't have a tackle. Didn't have a TFL. Nothing. He did, well, in all fairness, he did knock, knock down the two ball passes.
0: Though. Yes. But R- Rico, this is the other thing, is when you're in the big moments... I always used to complain about this like with the Giants with Strahan in the fourth quarter. I'd be like, alert me the next time he gets a fourth quarter sack. It'll be the first time. Like, you needed a play from your guy. The same way the Niners got it from their guy with Bosa. Yeah, but Cookies told me that
2: uh, Williams was uh, no good anymore.
0: Okay. I'm making a point. I know. You know, it. it and, and it's not about blaming Aiden. I'm saying when you guys want to put it all on one person, we can craft we can craft a picture so crystal clear it's about everyone. Your best defensive player, your face of a franchise, a nothing burger of a game. Your head coach, questionable decisions. Your sure-handed receiver, not sure-handed. Your genius OC, couple of questionable calls. The Amon Roth third and four run the pass back and forth kind of thing, calling the run at the goal line, and then you zany use a timeout when you shouldn't. It's everything. And the Gardner-Johnson stuff, I just don't need any of that. This team is good. This team belongs on the same field as the good teams in the league. I don't need that. And it really had me going, you know what? This is why Philly didn't keep him. This is why the Saints didn't keep him. Right here. This nonsense. Right, because it,
2: it could have cost you. Now, it didn't. You scored the touchdown. But let's just say, you know, Malcolm Rodriguez takes it back to the house on a pick six. You blindsided, cheap-shotted Debo. It was You put the needs of yourself over the team on that play. Because it was like, I thought maybe they just got into it in the middle of the field. No, Debo is just looking away from the play, and you just ran up and hit him. And then did the whole Tayshawn Prince. Oh, I didn't do anything.
0: Actually, you did. The world's. Part of the problem is you advertised it during the week. Mm -hmm. If you shut your mouth and you go play, maybe they don't call it. Maybe. But everyone knew you had a real problem with this cat during the week because the first thing you ran to do was go to social media and tell everybody about it. Just a small thing. I think they got enough talent, I think they got enough players. The $8 million, yeah, I got to allocate that to Jared Goff or part of Amon Ra's deal or what I got to spend to go and get a bookend for Aiden. All of it. All of it. Yeah. So it was just another thing, and, and I know not a lot of people are talking about it. It was just two notes. Want to go to the people? Who's held the longest? Who do you want to go to? That
2: would be Josh. You're on 97 1. Good afternoon,
13: guys. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. I just want to touch on something simple here, kind of touched into it a little bit already. First half, everything went their way. You got a nice pick on Purdy, turned it into points. Moody misses a field goal he usually makes. The San Francisco crowd was pretty much out of the game. But in the second half, things start going wrong, and then the universe lets you know how wrong it could go when that dinko, doinko, almost a pick, and then IU comes down with that ball, that was the clear sign that the marching band of voodoo dolls was in the room and Dan Campbell had to pivot away from his instinct and realize that the house was on fire. Because when the house is on fire, all your senses tell you that at the same time and you got to get outside of what you might normally do and say, i got to be smart and do this a little differently. And I'm just, for that reason, I'm shocked he didn't kick that late field goal and. That's
2: what I got. Yeah, I mean, it was a ton of missed opportunities. I mean, you can you can pinpoint a lot of plays that if they just did this, this would have changed. They did this. They made this right decision. But I, I do wonder if maybe it was just way too easy and they relaxed and thought we had this game sewn up and we're headed to the Super Bowl. And they no, not have the I same hunger they, that they learned,
0: did. I think what you learn it is one thing to compete with the great teams. It's another to get a lead on them. It's a whole different thing to put them away. Mm-hmm. It's a learning process. Yeah. And I wish I could tell you it'll be right back here. I can't say that. Your own head coach said as much. But they you, sometimes you got to learn. Like, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's fair to use another sport, but like you look at basketball or hockey. Very rarely does a team make it for the first time. And they just go, in the words of Tom Berenger, win the whole effing thing. You got to learn how to do it.
2: Yeah, they don't pull the Golden Knights. and Yeah.
0: You know, look at how the Pistons had to make their way through Jordan. Multiple shots at it. You got to learn. Well, Mike, and for the old heads out
2: there, this game, I, I think a lot of them feel the same way when, when Isaiah threw the ball away to Bird. When you had the game locked up and you just made a bonehead decision and it changed everything and you had yeah. the victory and you lost it but you had to go through the Celtics then you had to go through the Lakers before you finally got to
0: that title and they put the graphic up last night this team doesn't have any experience the Niners are loaded with it they've been through the wars so it doesn't surprise me that hey here's the other thing right i don't i don't i don't want to i hate giving credit to the opponent that's a really good football team you played you know they're getting paid too And they saw a crack, they saw a little blood in the water, and it came after you. It took a lot of things to go wrong for you to lose that game. Part of it is your coach, part of it's your OC, part of it's your players. The defense is what it is. It's a bad defense. They're bad. Now, do I think they can get exponentially better this offseason? I do. Priority 1 and 1A, lead corner, edge rusher. You put those two things on this defense. I think we're talking a whole different
2: language. And the funny thing about the defense, I never thought I would say this, but one of the Achilles heel showed up. What's that? The mobile QB. Now, nobody pegged. Oh, yeah. Nobody's getting pretty, you know, confused with Lamar. But on three key third downs, he just took off and ran, picked up about 50 yards on three different plays, and it was – he was unaccounted for. He just takes off and runs. And it's just like, I think it was uh, Alex uh, Anzalone like whiffed and missed him on one. If he tackles him, you know, he's going to stop him behind the line, but he missed. And the next thing you know, nobody accounted for.
0: We'll get more of your calls. We got to get a football today in the mix as well. All right, we'll get back to your calls in a moment. Let's just mix in a football today, please. David, music. I think it it tells you I'm right. They're pushing the envelope. I'm going to watch this team. Can I just say pass in football today? Brought to you by
3: Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza. Well, yeah, so we'll get to some of the other game uh, here. We'll talk about some winners and losers in the conference championship game. But let's start with a winner here with Travis Kelsey catching the ball uh, for 11 times 116 yards and a touchdown. How in the world does he continue to do this?
2: I think he just got refocused. I think he rededicated himself back to the team and quit all the shenanigans and flying to Rio and all of these other places during the middle of the season and got his butt to practice. And you see what happens. He's still good, David. He just wasn't focused, in my opinion.
0: Or the whole thing's rigged. And uh, I've had enough. Scripted. I just, I I, I don't know. I can't take it. The Ravens are morons. Chiefs don't have anybody worth the damn at wide receiver except Rashi Rice. And you allowed this tomato can to go out there and grab 11 balls. Whole thing's absurd. The Ravens laid one of the biggest eggs in playoff history. Absolute ridiculous. Especially. But because, please, please, Planet Earth, tell me I have to continue to kiss Lamar Jackson's ass. Mike, it wasn't Do that even, for me.
2: It wasn't even that. I'm I'm looking at the Ravens defense, and you're right. I'm like, I expected more at home. I mean, heck, you had Ray Lewis in the house. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's his only guy he's gonna throw to, and yet he was always open.
3: Yeah, let's get to that first loser here. Let's get to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson looked pathetic. Yesterday, 20 for 37, 272 yards for a touchdown and an interception. Only rushed for 54 yards, and he looked bad throwing the ball in the pocket. W- what is going on with him in these games?
2: You know what? Looked, the moment was too big. He looked uncomfortable. I mean, when you come out and say, I don't want to play against Patrick Mahomes, this is him, not me. And then he just looked as if I kind of need everybody else to pick me up today because I'm not feeling up to the up to snuff. And this is what you get. He didn't make the big plays. He almost, when he threw the ball to himself, he had the full head of steam. He thought he was going to make it. And then when he did make the play, you get Zay Flowers getting a taunting penalty, and then Zay Flowers fumbles it into the end zone, which would have tied the game up. But, you know. Maybe we're now we're talking something different. But at that point, they were they were constantly playing from behind. He was pressing and you saw it. He was not the Lamar that you saw in the regular season, which maybe he's, you know, he's Joel Embiid. He's regular season guy. But don't ask him to do anything in the playoffs.
0: No, 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 no. Don't ask him to drop back in a known passing situation on time on platform and be able to read a defense and make an accurate throw. Oh, wait, you mean the job of an effing quarterback? Every year they lose in the playoffs, he puts up his worst game, you guessed it, in the playoffs. But please, again, let's all firmly plant our lips on his ass.
3: Yeah, it's going to be interesting when he uh, accepts (laughs) that MVP trophy and he's sitting there to do it and not in the Super Bowl. Uh, So let's get to the next winner here. I mentioned how Lamar Jackson rushed for 54 yards on eight carries. But there was another quarterback in the other game that wasn't too far off, and his name is Brock Purdy. Is it now time to, uh, when it comes to game planning against him, to now think about his legs? His legs are being the winner here. He rushed for three carries, 52 yards. Of course, they took some off because of the kneel downs, but three carries, 52 yards, three first downs. I would say
2: no. This is one where the Lions had him every time. The the pocket collapsed and somehow you managed to let him get out of the pocket. He's not this elusive quarterback. This is more so. I, if I'm a defensive, pro, I'm not game planning for him running the ball. I I may give him one or two, but it's just guys. When you see him running, hit him.
0: I mean, look, it's 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 most quarterbacks gonna be able to move a little bit. No one's ever gonna mistake him for a track champ, but he can he can motor. He reminds me a little bit like, remember, when Stafford was younger. Stafford can move a little bit, steal you a couple of first downs. I mean, he, he look, he's a gamer, man. I, I don't have to, uh, again, I don't play pretend. He ain't a league MVP. He's not an elite quarterback. He's a great system QB with a ton of talent around him. But he's a gamer. It's the way he was at Iowa State. It's the way he is now. And he made a couple of the big plays in the big moments. Kills me, but I got to give him his flowers.
3: So the next winner here is Patrick Mahomes here.
0: I've had enough. I'm leaving.
3: I have had (laughs) enough of him as well. Um, but here's the thing here. And Dan Campbell said, you know, you never know. It's hard to get back here. You may never get back here. And everyone, he has a better arm than Tom Brady and all this stuff. You look at those stats, of course, they're going to be better than Tom Brady. But in first six years, Patrick Mahomes is now four AFC titles. Tom Brady had three. Tom Brady had three Super Bowl rings. Mahomes is going for his third. This is ridiculous.
0: He's, he's better than Brady. He is. I mean, the second half of his career would have to be a clown car for him not to exceed what Brady has done. He's a better player. He has dragged this team across the finish line. He's unbelievable. He really I I I think he's in the Brady conversation, Rico.
2: No, no, because even when he uh went up against Brady, he had no offensive line. And he did it. He made the game competitive by himself, scrambling, just trying. If he had any line, it would have been a closer game. But you're right. We are, we, we really are witnessing greatness. And I don't like to use that term loosely. But Mahomes is going to keep a lot of people from getting a ring simply because they're playing at the same time he is.
3: Another winner here, I'm going to couple these because it's two coaches on the same team, 49ers coaching staff. It is the head coach, Kyle Shanahan, the defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes. Reason why they say they're both winners is because Kyle Shanahan has that question mark of being able to win the big one. 27 unanswered points. Kind of give that give him that uh, opportunity again. David, but Steve Wilkes was on the verge of getting fired. Steve Wilkes was going to get
2: fired yeah. at halftime. I mean, he, he gave the Ozzie Davis speech from school days. Do y'all want me to lose my job? That's where he was at. But yeah, Shanahan in the Super Bowl and against the Rams in the NFC uh championship game had 10-point leads in the fourth quarter, found ways to squander them. And this and and last week against the Packers, found ways to bring its team back and rally them to victories. Yeah, Wilkes, don't y- y- your, your defense stepped up and made some plays. Don't take the victory lap if you're Steve Wilkes.
3: Then the final for me to add. Yeah. Okay, then the final loser here. We'll end it with this one. It's NFL fans. We are the loser because we have to see Taylor Swift yet again for the Super Bowl. You know what? I I mean, that's. Uh,
2: I think I think it's a little bit late. Like it's not like if there's a camera dedicated to her. Yes, it they is. Cut, David. They cut to her in the crowd when when her boyfriend scores a
3: touchdown.
2: How is it any different than Brittany Mahomes or anybody else? Because they don't or,
3: show them every single time.
2: They show Purdy's parents. I mean, it, they, it's what they do. Fine. Now, if they just randomly start talking about her, I got problems.
3: But, okay, her man just. You do scared. know who's doing the Super Bowl, right? Tony Romo and crew. Okay. They will randomly bring up Taylor Swift. Okay. Listen, you, that's you not mean.
0: her fault, though. I'm not mad at her. I get mad at the networks. Thank you. There are a lot of people who attend these games you never know about. Why? They don't show them. But no, look, I just think we've generally reached a point of tomfoolery when it comes to the way people behave. Everybody wants to be a celebrity, and it's like, I mean, hell, you got Mahomes' dad out here. Oh, I'm going to light my cigar. It's like, uh, will you please go sit down? Yeah, You know, Mahomes' wife talking bleep to everybody. I'm sorry, how many receptions did you have today? Oh, zero? Don't need to hear from you. Right. Now, like, if they
2: make it a thing, like I, I liked when they show the uh Barry Sanders and, and Joe Montana honorary captain. Okay, that's kind of cool. But yeah, if it's just nonstop, okay. I don't need to hear the story about how you guys hung out. I don't need to hear any of that. But her man just scored. Let her celebrate. Oh, She's look, happy. it's
0: Travis Kelsey's brother, shirtless. Like, see, I, I don't that this yeah. is we've just reached ridiculousness phase. Because you know you're going to get that. So if you're upset with with, with uh, Taylor Swift, you know his brother's going to be doing something. Oh, it's going to be stupid. It, and it, it's, it a, it's not about her. It's about the networks. I'm not mad at her. She can do whatever else she wants to do.
3: Yeah, good for her. Go ahead. Make your money. Do what you want to do. Enjoy the game. That is, in football today, NFL Championship Edition. Before we get to the calls, I want to talk to Kenny. Kenny has
0: not spoken today. Yeah, I'm not breaking his balls because I know everybody's fragile and rightfully so. But Kenny, talk to me. Talk to the people of Detroit for a moment. Where are you? Are you? Are you I mean, I've are offered you okay? to pay for his lunch today to pick up his spirits.
8: Nah. Yeah, yeah. it's been a, it's been a rough one, Mike. It's been a rough.
0: Time. I know, and you're dealing with the callers, and it's that's rough. What overall, you've you've heard two hours of the show. Is there any grievances you'd like to file with Rico and I? Is there anything we haven't covered? Um, Not grievances with you
8: guys. I think you guys have done this as responsibly as you can. And Rico, I'd like to thank you for not coming on the air and just openly gloating and, you know, doing what I know you'd really like to do right now. I appreciate that. He he came in the office and I just said, hey, congratulations. He said, thank you. Very civil. Very nice. Um, As far as the subject matter goes, I mean, between between the fumble behind your own 30-yard line, between the drop passes, between blowing a 17 to nothing lead. I mean, those are not in no particular order the grievances that I have with with last night. Um the Campbell thing, look, you live and die by the sword. That's how I looked at it. And uh, if if you don't like that, that's 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 your prerogative. I knew what I was getting in Campbell this game. And You know, you live and die by the sword. I knew that he was going to take some chances, and I knew a lot of them would be pretty good. And I knew there might be one or two that, you know, would be questionable at this time. I don't have any issue with either of them. The one that I do obviously take issue is the time management at the very end of the game. That, to me, was, was, like you said, it was was reprehensible.
0: It can't happen. But the way you guys... It's a fire drill, and you kick the field goal, but I'm not running there. No. I got to throw it three times, kick field goal if I must, and then... I got to have three timeouts and I got to give my team a chance. I, Kenny, I was in disbelief at what transpired there. Yeah. And you got to add to it, Kenny. The end of that Tampa game, he screwed up. Everybody focused on Todd Bowles. But Dan Campbell screwed up because they didn't bring the clock down appropriately. Had they done that, it wouldn't matter what Bowles did. That's back to back weeks in the playoffs now. That's the problem. You got to be better. I know Josh Reynolds dropped the football, not him. I know Gibbs fumbled, not him. And I agree more with Kenny than not. I'm not killing this guy on the fourth down decisions. If you're asking me would I have run it different, you know this. You don't need me to get on the air and say that today. I've never been bought in on this style of ball. Do I like him? Yes. Do I think he's a damn good coach? Absolutely. Does he deserve full credit for changing the culture here? 100%. 100%. But I don't have to agree with everything he does. At the end of that game, seven minutes left in the NFC title game, you're passing up a 46-yard field goal to tie it? Yeah. What, out of your mind?
2: And in all fairness, you we did this topic weeks ago. Are you all in or all out for Dan Gamble? And you said you were all out, that this was going to cost you one day. And it ended up costing him in this game. So you're, you're being consistent, Mike. You're fair. I said you you got to take the good with the bad. And for a sure. lot of people, it's why you got here, because he was
0: super aggressive, because he always pushed the envelope. Look at a fourth down against the Rams in a playoff game. And it worked. They did it last week against Tampa. It worked. I'm not against being aggressive. I just tell, please, Kenny or David or Rico or any of you out there, Like, I'm not killing them on either of the fourth down calls based on they were coin flips. It was roughly a 0.2% advantage to go for. Now, if it's that, I'm telling you, that's where you have to take into account game flow. Who am I playing? Am I on the road? What game am I in? Those things matter. This isn't a home game against the Seahawks week two. I got to tie that game up with seven minutes to go. Yeah. I'm not even going to kill him on the whole, hey, he, he decided up 14 to go for it, pedal down, and not take the field goal. I'm not going to kill him on it. Would I have taken the field goal going up 17? Yes. I would have. You yeah. either believe that's the case or not, or you just don't give a damn. But that's, that's where I'm at.
2: And, yeah, lost in the whole analytics argument are the stakes that are there. And the stakes was a Super Bowl. As you said, it wasn't, you know, week five or week two. This was we need to get all the points that we can because we've already beaten the Chiefs. It's kind of how I felt like the team got galvanized when they saw that the, the Packers had beat the Cowboys. And if we win, we're right back here next week. I don't know who we're playing, but we're here. Hey, guys, we win. We'll play the Chiefs. Last time I checked, we started the year off beating the Chiefs in Kansas City. So, yeah, with the stakes that high, don't always scream. Well, analytics says this. It's the feel of the game. And it's just, you know what? We got to stop the bleeding. We got to take the crowd out of this game. We'll tie this thing up, and then we'll take our chances.
0: And bottom line, if Reynolds catches a ball, all of this is probably moot. Let's go to Kevin, 97 1. Kev, what's going on, buddy? Kevin. Kevin. Ah, we lost, Kev. Rico, let's go to Juan, 971. What's up, Juan? Hold on. Let me find him. There he is. Okay, then. Juan. Juan? Boy, hit and miss with the calls today. Keep <laughs> it moving. K-I-M. Keep it moving. All right. Where we at? Dealer's choice, Rico. All right.
2: Let's see who has hold, held on for the longest. That would be
0: Tony. You're on 97-1. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know what? David on the ticket text. Kenny, let
3: me know if the company paid its phone bill. David, you're on ticket text. Oh, my Lord. Can't forgive.
0: David, it's fine. It's fine.
3: It is. It is. Can forgive Gibbs for the fumble. I can forgive DC for the fourth down calls. I can also forgive Reynolds for the two drops. Cannot forgive the defense that has been the weak link up into and including this game. Why?
0: it's a known commodity like what well, why that's like being mad at your car that it doesn't go 200 miles an hour <laughs> like
3: what <laughs> it you you knew this i uh, it's just that's a weird one to me yep steve at work says there is no way to solely blame dan campbell he didn't drop the passes he didn't miss the tackles he didn't fumble the rock he didn't try to eat the football instead of intercepting it this is an overall team loss. Learn from this and come back better next year.
0: Oh, I think they'll be a better football team on paper, but that doesn't mean you'll end up here. Correct. Oh, I think I think they'll be a more complete team next year. But see, yeah, your coach said it after the game. It's brutal to get back to
3: this spot. See and 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 that's that's crazy cuz he he said that and as a fan you think, "Oh, you know, whatever." But then when you look at a guy named Trent Williams, who makes his first Super Bowl appearance finally after 14 years. Yeah. And because why? Because he was hurt in 2020. And yes, he was on some decent teams for the 49ers in the last couple of years. A, OK, a couple teams for the uh, Redskins commanders that made the playoffs. But it's never a guarantee that you could make it this far. Well, David,
2: I, I'm going to try to keep it positive, but yes, you don't have to travel that far from Detroit, cut through Canada, and you'll get to the city of Buffalo and Josh Allen, who I've been told every year, this is the year. Buffalo's going to be different. They're going to make it. Heck, I even bought into it this year. I thought maybe they're different. They're not. They're the same Buffalo.
0: And again, every every version of your team is different. I mean... What the Niners have pulled off with this group to have a four- or five-year run, that's the aspiration. That's what we are aspiring to here. The difference will be they pay their quarterback $5. You're about to pay yours $50 million. Now, I'm not going to tolerate golf slander today. He was just fine in that game. He was very good. I'm really surprised we haven't had
2: anything, but maybe it's because we laid down the rules and just said... you he didn't lose this game
0: for you. No, I just said take it somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, I, I look, look at the drops. <laughs> if, if Reynolds catches a football, the guy throws for 300 yards, no turnovers, helped you stake you to a 17-point lead. I, I, what do you want? They
2: wanted him to be mobile. They wanted him on that fourth and three being chased to roll out
0: and pick up five yards yeah. first You know down. who's mobile? Lamar Jackson. He's home. You know who else is mobile? Josh Allen. Home. Fair. i you know I don't know what it is maybe it's the human condition you want what you can't have
2: well no and and just get, be ready Mike because you're gonna get angry and you may throw another chair but I promise you after the sting goes away we yeah. will start getting hindered hooker calls no you will i will
0: you work here too from two to six yeah but I can just leave the room and you will not <laughs> i you will i not. reserve the right if you, you look, you work through the sickness and the pain, you can work through hand and hooker calls. I, I'm trying. And I do apologize to the listeners. Like, if you think I sound like crap, my bad. I couldn't miss the show today. I am I'm. I hope I don't sound like Stony. Not going good. I'm doing the best I can here. No, you're fine. Grit. The- Grit, as
2: Kenny says. Grit. We hear the stuffiness and David and I have been monitoring you. So,
0: no. Okay. Th- thank you, dad. <laughs> um all right David a few more ticket texts and we'll take we'll take your phone calls as well. I know we had a little phone issue in that segment. We've got that rectified
3: Yeah, someone's asking can we please get an understanding on why we can't score in the third quarter? Don't know who's to blame on that one the offense or Ben Johnson. Last week was the outlier.
0: they did. they had a really good third quarter against Tampa. but the rest of the year you've been the worst third quarter team in football. I don't know what it is. I don't.
3: Cam Sutton needs to get benched. That dude is a liability. For some reason, he is left on an island against the best receivers.
0: I'll say it again. He's all you got. It is the unfair slander of Cam Sutton. He's not Jalen Ramsey. He's not Sauce Gardner. He's not Tredavious White. He's not Patrick Sertan. He is not a lead corner. And the way you play defense, you are asking things of him he's not capable of doing. If I ask Kenny to go sing Vivaldi's greatest hits, he couldn't do it. He's a phone screener. He's not in the opera. Hey, Kenny, go compete in the Olympics at anything. Also going to fail. That's not Cam Sutton's fault. Next year, you'll be kissing Cam Sutton's ass when he's your second corner.
2: Because I think it's been so long, we've all forgotten about Mosley. Just like, yeah.
3: Well, the problem is, when well, you also don't have a pass rush. Sutton is coming from, and I'm, I'm not trying to brag, but he's coming from Pittsburgh with his T.J. Watt and Highsmith. Well, you know you're going get, to get to the quarterback within two seconds, three seconds.
0: David, it is, okay, we have our most famous drop because this team did not go out and get Montez Sweat or Chase oh. <laughs> Right. It is priority one, two, and three this offseason. You have got to get help up front. Have to. It'll make all your corners better. Mm-hmm. You, you, do you think, realistically, fellas, do you think Aaron Glenn is pumped up having to blitz corners and safeties on the regular? No. You're doing what you have to do.
2: No, because it's kind of like going forward on fourth down. If it works, you look great. You look aggressive.
0: But if you know, if he misses, then yeah, now you're leaving
2: yourself open for a big play.
0: Two four eight five three nine ninety-seven ninety seven. We'll get more of your calls next ninety-seven one. All right. So, a couple of notes. Uh, for those of you that were holding, we had to reset the phones. Apologies. Sometimes technical things happen. We'll get you guys in order. Get back to your phone calls momentarily. It is what it is. Rico, let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. We've sat here now for a couple hours on a Monday. It's still hard to fathom. I know, obviously, your perspective, you had skin in the game as the opposition. Lions fans, it goes without saying. It's really shocking to me. We're sitting here. Lions are not in the Super Bowl. But I still believe that they won that game. They were winning at all. That as flawed as they are, their best, their very best, is as good as if if not better than anybody else in football. That they are an offensive juggernaut. And they bullied your team for a full half. I don't know. And it ain't like you started really stopping. Now they had the fumble. All right, that's a stop. You had one three and out. Every other Lions drive went up and down the field on the Niners. Now, critical fourth down drops ended up, that that's the Lions stopping themselves. I'm not being disrespectful to, to, to the Niners. I'm saying this team, I feel like they lost more than a game. I feel like they lost more than the birth in the game. Rico, I feel like they lost the Lombardi trophy.
2: You're right, because you've won, let's just call the obvious, you've already beaten Kansas City once. And you did this, yeah. They didn't have Kelsey, and uh, they were missing a defensive starter. But you also really didn't know what Jameer Gibbs and Laporta was, and they weren't that big of an integral part, especially Gibbs in that first game. Jamo back, you have a new threat. Yeah, they were humming, Mike. The first half of that game yesterday, they were the best team in football, period. They would have beaten anybody that they play. Unfortunately. It was the 49ers that they were taking uh, behind the tool uh, woodshed, and, and they were just giving them the business. Had they played Baltimore, they would have beat Baltimore this time, playing that way. Kansas City, they would have beat them. You're right. Everything was on the line. And I, I do wonder if maybe because it was so easy, they relaxed a little bit, that they didn't stay aggressive, that they didn't keep their foot on the gas, that they kind of powered it back. That's why – I really fought Campbell for not going for it and scoring a touchdown at the end of the half and just breaking the Niners' will.
0: You really, I hey, listen, I'm not going to get into a knockdown, drag-out fight on it. Uh, you really wanted him to go for it before the half, huh? Yeah, because,
2: Mike, at that point, they, they, they didn't know which way was up. And the Lions were just rolling, so, yeah. You know what's better than 24-7? 28-7. And they would have gotten it. And they they wouldn't have had to run to a trick play. They could have simply just lined up Montgomery in the backfield, straight handoff, follow behind Sewell, touchdown, Lions. They were if up they're at seven. the
0: one-yard line, I, I might agree. Rico, that ball was closer to three than anything else.
2: Okay, but they weren't stopping the run, I guess, at, at that I know, point.
0: I know. Look, I think we did this the first hour briefly. I can't prove you're wrong. I can't prove you're right. I didn't have a problem with it. I saw where the ball was, and I go, you got to take points. I'm going to go in at halftime, up three possessions on the Niners? Oh, yeah, I'll take that. Because if you don't get it, you let them off the hook, big time. But I'll give you credit. You've been all over that one all day. I mean, That's just not one I question. No, no, but here's the thing.
2: Dan Campbell, Dan Gamble being aggressive? Dan, that should have been the easiest layup for you. That should be in your arsenal. He thought about it, and he hesitated. And as soon as he did it, I'm like, he's going to kick the field goal because he's not hungry right now, because they are up 21-7, to 7, because things have been so easy. But if that would have happened in the third or fourth quarter, he absolutely would have went for it. He lost a little bit of the edge on that play. Now, he gained it back, and he started chasing points in the second half. But that that was, to me, if you're a Lions fan, that was the moment of the kill shot. David, where are we at on phones, brother?
0: No, David? David, I'm sorry. David, I'm sorry. You? I was trying to handle you some said, Where are we at on phones?
3: Uh, we're good. You're, we can go to these uh, on the sheet here. Perfect. We're good. Okay. All right,
0: excellent. I just wanted to make sure. I don't want to make anybody feel bad. Let's go to Eric. 97-1. Eric, what's going on, buddy? I do Nope.
2: How about let me let me do this, Mike. Okay. Because I don't think there's an Eric on here. So how about we go to – Thanks, Kenny. <laughs> I'm about to say <laughs> let's go to – Oh, sorry. boy. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Eric.
11: Hey, guys, you got me?
0: Yeah. Yeah, loud and clear. Sorry about that, Eric. We had a little technical difficulty there. What's going on? No,
11: hey, I haven't heard anybody talk about amongst the other debacle that was going on with the drop pass and everything. But Ben Johnson seemed to go away from LaPorta and St. Brown in the second half. I think at one time they said um, St. Brown only got one target. and It was at the very end of the game. And yeah. what, I, I don't understand why they, they went away from that.
12: Well, I mean,
0: part of it is, look, the other team's going to take away some of your players. At the end of the game, I mean, I think LaPorta had nine or ten catches. Amon Ra was probably two or three behind him. I thought the Amon Ra one was a little more puzzling. But again, I got a call earlier today, Eric, and it was somebody calling in about, well, they needed to give the ball to Montgomery more. In the second half, you had five total possessions. One of them, you fumbled on the first play, right? So that's that's not a possession. Now we're down to four. The other one was a three and out. So I just be careful about saying, well, we should get the ball to these people more. When?
12: When? You didn't have the ball.
11: Yeah, I, I get it. I just it seemed like that, and it just stuck out to me when they said, you know, St. Brown was only targeted once in the second half. It's like, oh, why isn't he out there on those critical plays, and why aren't we going to him? But I, I, yeah, get I mean, it. Here's the, the other thing. Uh,
0: you have every right. Last drive, you know, to 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 get back within three. I mean, Laporta caught what, back-to-back balls. Three three on the drive for Laporta. You had Saint Brown get his only catch in the in the fourth quarter. I outside of out, I mean the previous drive was the, the drive on downs. Yeah. They and, moved the ball. And I would
2: say yeah. the other reason why it was Reynolds, because Reynolds was being covered by uh Ambry. Third, Ambry. Yeah, he was being covered by the third corner. So that's the yeah, I mean, that's, that's the mismatch.
11: That had the open field tackling for our defense is just terrible. Just throwing me down yesterday.
0: They gotta take their biggest free agent dollars they have appreciated Eric they gotta go out. I don't have the marketplace in front of me. I don't know who will get traded or not, so I leave it open ended. It's corner slash edge. get the best player in here you can to fit your culture, fit your need, and then with your first round pick, you take any other they They have got to just they gotta get more talented, yeah and i I guess. Because of dollars, maybe you draft
2: your edge and you just go out and get a corner in free agency because
0: an edge is going to cost you a ton? Good. They got $61 million in cap space. Your team is living proof the cap isn't real. Figure it out. Dude, the, the fact that the Saints are still allowed to play football and they're like $300 right. million over the cap. Dude, the cap's not even real. Figure it right. out. Do what the United States government does. Just print money. Figure right. it out. Right, but okay. yeah.
2: That and I would also say add some more depth to your offensive line as well.
0: Yeah, I because I don't know if how they, long Ragnall is going to make it in in the league. The edge and a corner will help transform this defense. That that's that's truly I mean that no, two no, no. players yeah, and, it'll look totally different. And and
2: I, honestly, Mike, I would even throw in
0: a linebacker as well, a sideline oh, to no. sideline linebacker.
3: Oh, oh, just oh, trade for yeah. Warner.
0: All right we're good now thank you all
2: right we'll get back to the phone lines now that it's uh cleared up and yeah Lions fans it basically is just a wellness check where are you at where are your feelings where are your emotions we've uh we had to reset the
0: phone lines, so now is your chance to jump back in here but yeah we're good now okay. we're good now we're all back in order all right. So just take him in whatever order you want, and I apologize to the people. Sometimes, as the T-shirt says, bleep happens.
2: No, no, it's all it's all good. So,
0: uh, we will go with uh, Lance. You're on
2: ninety-seven-one.
14: Hey guys, group therapy Monday. Feel like I've been in uh, therapy my entire life because of this team. <laughs> but uh, tough, uh, tough loss. I just can't believe it. quarter and a half away, going to Super Bowl and they blew it and uh hey you know sam Fran guy that calls and says uh oh yeah i know how lions fans feel no you don't no you don't because you were at a super bowl and you were winning and the other team came back and won i mean you've you've been to multiple super bowls you won multiple super bowls so anyhow disappointing but a couple points first rico um just want to say that uh don't have any ill will towards your existence today. Thanks for the input. Um, <laughs> what, what, but I do You know what, Lance? Thank for you. It. <laughs> going for it in the first half. You go up three scores. And that's why I didn't like going for it on fourth down in the third quarter. You go for it, you get back up three scores. I think I read today there's been only one team, and it was the 49ers in the history of the NFC championship to come back from 17. And you miss it, and the Crowds back into it, they're only down two scores, and everything fell apart. Uh, Second point is, I think the mistakes, the miscues, uh, the drop passes, the fumble. I think for the first time, this young football coach and team, the moment got too big for them. They were about to, on the precipice of doing something that was unimaginable, unthinkable, getting to a Super Bowl for the first time the Detroit Lions team. I think they got a little tight, and that led to, you know, losing a little football focus on the fundamentals. And, Mike, I agree with you. I think it might have cost us the Lombardi Trophy.
0: Yeah, and, again, that's the problem with hypotheticals. I can't prove it. If people want to attack that, that's fine. Um, and I, I just I thought the most dishonest thing we could do today is you get on the air and you just crush Campbell. It's like, well, players still play. Mm-hmm. And I was – when something is a 0.2 or a 0.3% differential, I think you have to have a conversation about the decisions. But here's the thing. The play calls were right. Yeah. The guys were open. <laughs> except except right. the for only... the
2: fourth and three, that Man. play call was it was dead in the water.
0: Yeah, and that's the one where it was also on a situational standpoint, the one where um, I'm kicking, I'm t- I'm trying to tie the game. Everything else I could work my way around. I could. Phones. All right.
2: Let's go back to the phones. I'm Mike, I'm trying to see who's been holding on. Oh, I got office. you. I know. I know. We're <laughs> sorting through a minefield over here. Bradley, you're on 97-1. Bradley. Bradley. Swinging a miss. All right. That's good. Dave, you're on 97-1. Okay.
0: Oh, you know. Oh, Dave. Okay. Yes. There you go. All right. Hi, Dave.
15: Hey, guys. I, uh Sorry about that. I don't know if it's my phone or yours, but uh, Don Valenti. I have a stone in my shoe, and uh, your Kevin Dean, Carson Anderson, gave me a earlier. I called my wife for justice and must call Don Valenti. This whole okay. notion. Oh no, Dave. Dave you got on gamble. some speaker
2: phone or something?
15: Hey, let me take you off the speakerphone. Hang on. Oh, I'm at work, so let me take it off. Give me one second.
0: Okay. How about now? Is that oh, good? Better, yeah. better. Go ahead. What would you call right. it about?
15: Well, Campbell, okay? He got defended yeah. all day, and I get it. There's a lot of blame to pass around, but uh, the thing is, he, uh, he is who he is. This is what I've heard all day, and I'm kind of sick of it because – I am who I am, which is why I got the job I have. But after 3 years I'm expected to grow beyond who I was when I was hired. And if I stay who I am just like I was when I was hired, my performance reviews aren't going to be that flattering. So, he is who he is, but isn't it time to grow and maybe learn from some of our past mistakes? And when you got sure thing on the, you know, you got sure points, take them. I mean, it's not the beginning of the season where we can just, you know, go for it and uh, gamble. It's the NFC conference take you to the Super Bowl game. Well, so I was hoping you'd defend me on this because yeah, no, I you know, I, 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 I agree with I you. Do listening to the other guys today, it was just too no, much.
0: Look, I, I okay, so I'm with you. My whole point to start today is everybody deserves criticism and and de- Pretty much get hammered when you blow a 17 point lead in the NFC title game. Period. Yeah. Everyone. Ben Johnson. Dan Campbell. Players.
2: Nobody. The say. reason.
0: Yeah, and the reason I haven't gone crazy is because while I have gotten accustomed to this being the way it is, I have also said from the beginning this is not how I would do it. I can work my way around a lot of it. But if I distill it down into one decision that I cannot forgive, it's it's not trying to tie that game with seven minutes to go. If you want to say, well, what about the timeout with a minute and 30 to go? Oh, you're right. That's just malpractice. But with all due respect to you guys, you're down 10 with a minute and a half to go. I have to put what took place with seven minutes left as the one. Now, before the half, I didn't have as big. I didn't have a problem taking the three because I'm on. I'm sitting here. You're on cloud nine. We get a chance to go up three scores. Kick. Let's get into halftime. Rico disagreed with that. The third quarter, the first one, passing up a possible redemption. Get the three. Get it back to seventeen. I'm not making an issue of it. I understand the who he is situationally. It's a coin flip. A little bit of a a player's choice. Cool. But see, that's
2: why I said you should have went for the end of the half because that is who you are. Because you thought about it and you hesitated. Rather than going with your first, first notion, your players were on the field, golfers were just waiting to hear what place should we run, coach, and you decided, ah, let's just go ahead and take three points. You remember, Mike, on the pregame show, you said you got to be who you are. Yes. That's who he is. Kill shot. Into the half, score a touchdown. So it won't matter if they come out and score a touchdown on the first drive. We're up by three touchdowns, not seventeen. but We're up by twenty-one.
8: Uh, yeah,
0: Rico. I, 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 I know guess it's, for it's, me, it's
2: it's it's that's just a me thing. I'm not here to beat you up,
0: Mike. It's no, it's just, okay. It's yeah. okay because you have every right to say, look, because he hesitated. He did something he never does. Exactly. He really hesitated there, and you saw him trying to get like, "Hey, how far is it? I want to see down the line." He's
2: getting advice from the ref, like, "What do you, two and a half, two? What, what do you think?" Like Dan, you're the coach. I'm, I'm just here, man, calling.
0: If that ball's at the one, they go. I mean, it's the same thing. Look at the little, the the little, the little breaks. I mean, look at the last drive. Firkser steps out of bounds in what should have been a, a touchdown. Yes. a pylon dive. Yeah. If he steps in there, they don't have to use a timeout. All the little things, the anatomy of a collapse, there's just there's a lot of it. And, and I do think Dan Campbell has to evolve. I think the aggression is great. I think it's helped them all season. But there have been some moments he takes it a little too far. I think passing up trying to tie the NFC Championship game on the road with seven minutes to go is taking it too far. Everything else you can have, I'm offering it to you. I'm saying take it. I won't fight you. But in that moment, no, you, I, I gotta get my. I gotta try to tie the game up. Got to. Yeah. Everything else you can have. No, I won't fight you. Yeah, the seven minute one. That that was
2: one where it's like Dan, realize the stakes that are on the table. This is the time, kick that field goal. And if you don't trust your field goal kicker that much, that's on you. He shouldn't be on the team. You should have replaced him. You already replaced the other one. You should have went out and got somebody you really felt comfortable with. But anything within a 50-yard kick, it should be money in the bank. I say should because we saw Jake Moody miss one in the game. It's not guaranteed, but you should be able to hit a kick. A professional field goal kicker should make that kick. There was no wind. There was no rain, no elements. It was a nice evening, go out there, put it through the uprights, tie ball game, seven minutes to go, if you can hold them, you get the ball back, or if they score, you get the ball back last, and imagine, they throw the touchdown to J-Mo, you know they're going to go for two to end the game right there.
0: What, I can't two. prove that, but... No, I know, Yeah, I know, I know, that's the tough part, when you start arguing the hypotheticals of it, I, I I'm not mad at you. I, I, Man, if they had gone for it before the half, and they get it, holy hell. And if they don't, does the rally start earlier? Is that the rallying cry for you? You don't know. Yeah. But I guess you're right. It is who he is. Maybe it was more surprising he passed up on it, took the three. And because he took the three, he didn't take it in the third quarter. Maybe you're right. All right, let's get right back to the people. Let's go to Leah ninety seven Leah, how are you today?
5: I'm good. How are you guys?
0: Good. Okay, making it through on a Monday. What's on your mind?
5: Yeah, so I just wanted to weigh in and just say, like, I'm kind of, I'm no, I'm big time disappointed in some of these Lions fans, and then some of you guys too at the at the radio station because, like, no one expected the Lions to be an NFC championship. Um, so I think they did a hell of a job this season. At the end of the season beforehand, I think that you guys are trashing. I mean, there's a difference between being critical. Of course, there were some mistakes. There are some things that, you know, couldn't be avoided. But then there are some things that probably could. So I can understand being critical. But it just seems like the Lions and Dan are being trashed. And when no one expected us to get to the NFC Championship, period, no one expected us to even beat the Bucks.
1: Right, so but now Leah, all of a
5: sudden we lost this game and we're not going to the playing for the Super Bowl, and now you know we're Leah, like there's a, one caller that said no, no, SOL. No, no, on. Come, Leah, on, Leah, come on, give me a break.
2: Leah, here's why you're getting trash is because it was a historic collapse. That it's it was they had a 17 point lead and let a team score twenty seven unanswered points. That's why people are angry. That's why, because you don't see something like that every day. At halftime I think every Lions fan was making reservations for Las Vegas thinking you're going to the Super Bowl. And then just like that in 7 minutes it was a tie ball game.
5: Yeah. I mean, I get that. That's what but I'm saying I understand being critical, but being completely trash like yeah, it was an epic breakdown, but at the same time be critical and understand that it's an epic breakdown. But as much as it being trashed, as, as much as it, it's kind of like, oh, we had these expectations at the same time. There were, yeah, people were making a, uh, Vegas, you know,
2: Leah, as things, airfare Leah, and things, things like that. Thing.
5: But things
2: change. So when things change, expectations change.
5: Because but there were no expect Super Bowl expectations. There weren't. There were only NFC North um, expectations. Once so now you made it to the I, NFC I title
2: just, game, Leah, I, the Super yeah, Bowl is I now mean, on the line.
5: It's just and then at the same time, so this is the second part to that. This is and this is why okay, I'm I'm hurt too, and I'm a I've been a fan of the Lions, S O L Lions. I mean I've I've got game tickets every year when we're winning or losing. It doesn't matter. So I'm not one of these persons that's just now looking at the Lions like, oh my goodness. I'm seeing what they built here. I'm seeing what they what, what Brad Holmes built with Dan Campbell, what they're doing. And this is not the only year we're gonna we're gonna do something. This is not the only year we're gonna make some noise. Look at the Forty Niners, for instance. Look what it took for them to get back. Look at the Baltimore Ravens. Look what it took. Like you you build a team and people are all of a sudden forgetting that this is a hell of a team that we have. It just it just seems like that. So that's the second part. That's it's just making me disappointed because all of a sudden now it's all over for the Lions. Come hey, on, Leah, we just built Leah, this
0: team. Hey Leah, let me. Can I ask one question? I just I want to make sure we're all on the even here. W- is there a specific thing that Rico or I have said that you consider trashing, or are you going after callers?
5: No, it's just it was earlier. Like I listened to, I oh. had to literally turn off ninety seven when I was listening to Carson Anderson, and it was it just hurt my feelings. It is just. Like, oh, my gosh, really? And I, I, okay. I can't get through the workday without having this, this station on at my desk. And I literally had to turn it off this morning.
0: Okay. I hear it. No, there, right. was, there was one caller earlier. <laughs> Le- Leah, I'm with you. It's right. like when I heard a caller trying to throw golf out of a window, and I'm like, yeah, I'm done with this. I can't do this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's trashing. I just I, I was just going to say, while we were on the phone together, if you had a grievance, you could air it with us. <laughs> right. We're big I'm, boys.
5: Yeah. yeah, I didn't say Not that. Not you guys, but I, did, I just didn't have time to call in earlier, and it made me it's upset because I love listening to this station. People say I listen to Le- you guys too much, and I'm just like, okay.
2: Leah,
0: it's a therapy session. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>
5: Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Yes, you got it. And again, Rico, I just wanted to make sure that we weren't personally liable for some of the uh, uh, slander that she heard. But here's the thing.
2: When you make it to the NFC title game, yes, everything changed because the Super Bowl is now on the line. When we first said, okay, win the division, that was great. Now you're well into the final four teams, and at halftime of that game, you're thirty minutes away from a champ from, from playing for a championship. Yeah, your expectations and all your goals have now shifted and moved. You don't get to and, go and backwards.
0: Look, here's the thing: the positive in all of this is is you have seen a Kansas City get back every year. You've seen a San Francisco get back every year, and I'm uh, you know again not every, but hey, five year window, and I'm there four times, etc. Right. It is doable. But your head coach has already said what the reality is. It is going to be twice as hard to get back here. I mean, think about it right now. It is a almost a mortal lock. Ben Johnson's going to the commanders. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's done. So now you got to replace arguably the best offensive coordinator in the league. You will have to get some of the guys you have signed, paid, etc. You are going to have to probably turn 30 percent of the roster it's not going to be the same group and your coach knows it because he played the game and now he coaches the game so it's re- the only thing harder than 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 getting here is doing it again so there is a feeling of loss there is a feeling right. of sadness yeah, there you- is a feeling of holy hell we blew what might be the best opportunity guys i I can say that, or Rico, here, punch me in the face if you like. Maybe it'll clear my sinuses. Sure thing. I can say with almost a certainty, you'll never have a 17-point lead again at halftime of an NFC title game. <laughs> Do you know how effing hard that is Rare. to be three scores up at the half on anybody? Rare. Much less the NFC title game.
2: Rare. Unless it's a, a game where it's a torrential downpour, And you fumbled early and the other team just took advantage of it. You're right. That's why it was like, man, this is an ass kicking. Like you are beating them in every phase of the game. They missed a field goal. You're scoring
0: touchdowns. And the crazy part, Rico, the Lions moved it all day long. It was the Lions who stopped themselves. Yeah, That fumble, no disrespect to the Niners. They didn't cause that. Gibbs, Gibbs was lined up on the wrong side, and he was whoop, whoop, whoop. Everything woo, about that play, yeah,
2: they would have been better off just, you know what, I'm just going to take a knee, and we're going to start over or call a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it sounds ridiculous, but from the genesis of that play, you knew something bad was about to happen when they showed them now, the replay.
0: The play the play, I give the Niners full credit for, and you covered it last hour, was the, the last fourth down uh, where they decided we're not going to tie the game. And Steve Wilkes confused Jared Goff. Yeah. And it was it was the Amon Rap play. But outside of that, it's not like the the, the Lions didn't move the ball. Yeah. I mean they had a wonderful offensive game against a, a, a good defense that for much of that game, you made that defense look stupid. And you were gonna go up against
2: the Kansas City Chiefs, a team that you had already be, you knew uh, going into that game who I the know. opponent was going to be. Now I can see if you play first and you're thinking, well, the Ravens just smoked us earlier this year.
0: Wait, we beat the Chiefs, so we could beat them again. Like, I may what? have sounded like more of a horse's ass than I am, but if if we were sitting here and the Lions had won last night and they're playing the Chiefs, I'd pick the Lions to win the Super Bowl. I would too. I, I mean that. No, no, no sarcasm. No, no, because sometimes
2: they were the hottest team, and and everything was clicking. And once again. Lost in all of this was J-Mo's coming-out party. It was the game that everybody's been waiting to see. He had multiple touchdowns. He he. It was a ball well, that should have been intercepted he three that touches. he took
0: back. Right, he had three touches. He had two catches and then the run. Yeah. But they were impactful. Yeah. Look, this is, and I, I know, we've got a whole offseason to do the offseason. J-Mo's got to decide what he wants the rest of his professional life to be. Because this offseason should be no noise, be all about that work. Because he's got an opportunity to be a major, major weapon for this team. Yep. He should be no knocking on the door. I'm on Hey, I'm your new roommate.
10: Yep. Yeah. Where,
2: Where are you going? I go.
0: Right. When are we practicing? When are we running routes? When am I flying to go see Goff and throw in the season? All of it. And you know what? If I'm if I'm St. Brown, bruh, how about this?
2: I'll pay for your rooms. I'll pay for your flights. You're sticking with me. Just show up. I got That's you right. covered.
0: You just show up and put in the work. All right, David told me I'm hot. Definitely not the case today. I do apologize if you're listening. Experience has been hindered by me being sick as a dog, but I couldn't hoe you guys out today. Uh, this is a group therapy day. That was a, I don't know where that thing ranks. All-time heartbreak for for Detroit fans. I don't know. I didn't want to do that show today. I'd be pretty comfortable telling you it's top five. I'd be pretty comfortable telling you it would have been easier watching them lose by 50 than for the game to unfold that way. But let me just explain briefly how Rico and I have done business today. And you can take it wherever you want to go. A, Rico and I laid it down. There ain't going to be no Goff slander today. If you blame Jared Goff for that game in any way, shape, or form, you're telling me you don't know anything about football. Go read a book. Two. Two. If you're going to blame one person and vilify them, wrong. It, it As David likes to say, it takes a village to raise children and to blow a 17-point lead in the NFC title game. Everyone's to blame. Players, Josh Reynolds, Gibbs, uh, Ben Johnson, Dan Campbell. And look, that's the last piece. If you were tuning in today thinking, I'm going to throw a chair at the car, it's not going to happen. A, I accepted a long time ago who he is. And what he does. And I told you, I like about 75% of it. But there's a space that he's got to grow into where he understands when to push the button and when not to. Look, your aggressiveness is indeed your biggest weapon. That's why I said he's the most dangerous man in football. Went forward on fourth down against the Rams. Got a touchdown to Laporta. Didn't settle for a field goal. You won that game by one point couple four downs against the Bucs help you. The issue is not all four downs are created the same. And my fear has always been we'd arrive at a point where he would do something like this and you go, uh-oh. Look, I'm not mad about the third quarter. I'm not. I understand why he did it. Would I have taken the points? Yeah. Maybe I'm a chicken bleep. I'd rather go up 17 again. But I get what he was doing. And the player was open. It's a drop ball. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Not tying the game with seven minutes to go is my beef. And running it and blowing a timeout that ended the game for all intents and purposes, that's just open malpractice. Now, Rico has a different slant. You had an issue with before halftime. Right. Because before
2: halftime, the Lions were sitting there at the two-and-a-half yard line, ten seconds to go in the game. I mean, in a half. This is where you could have gone for the kill shot. You had your way with the Niners defense. Couldn't stop you. You hadn't punted the ball. You hadn't kicked anything but extra points. You had the opportunity to go up 28-7 to going into the half. That would have decimated the team. That would have sent you to Las Vegas. You would be going to the Super Bowl to play the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Dan Campbell, all the gambling that we saw in the second half – Unfortunately, didn't start at the end of the first half because at the end of the first half, everybody's looking over at him. Coach, the offense is still on the field. You want us to go for this? Dan Campbell did something I really didn't see him do all year. He hesitated, Mike. He stopped. He had to think about it. He's talking to the ref. He, mm, ooh, two and a half. mm, uh, Kick the field goal. Dan, that's where you should have gone for it. Because even if you didn't, it was the fact that you were enforcing your will. That was the opportunity to take the kill shot, be aggressive, and just put the 49ers away. I thought that was a missed opportunity. Now, later on, yeah, now he's chasing after points. You know, I would have probably matched when the Niners kicked the field goal. I would have matched your field goal for my field goal, and we're going to play keep away. I'm going to make sure that we keep this a 17-point lead. But, yeah, with seven minutes to go, for God's sakes, tie the game up. Just tie the game up and the next score wins. But you didn't do that because I'm like, if you miss this and they score, it's almost mathematically impossible that you're going to even get a chance to tie this game.
0: And they didn't. So some data, too, and why Rico and I aren't killing him. Like, I don't think it's fair – Here's some data, and it was a great job by you guys compilating this. So before last night, the Lions had gone forward on 4th and 3 or less in plus territory 20 times in 24 opportunities. Almost it was automatic for them, right? Mm-hmm. Converted 17 of the 20. 15 of 18 in the regular season, 2 of 2 in the playoffs. That's dominant. That's why I'm not I'm not sitting here blasting them for the third quarter. Do I think your opinion has to change, your decision-making has to change when it's the NFC title game and it's seven minutes to go and and my house is on fire and I got a chance to tie? I do. Badgley, 77.1% career, 40 to 49 yards. 77% versus what you've done. It is. It's a coin flip. I'm kicking. So one of Campbell's decisions on fourth and two from the San Francisco twenty-eight. 7:03 left in the third. This is the passing up, going up 17. ESPN Analytics favored the decision to go for it, giving you a 90.5% chance to win the game, as opposed to 90.3 had you kicked the field goal. Just for a moment, think about what I just said. With seven minutes left in the game, you had a 90% chance to win the football game. And didn't. Fourth and three at the San Francisco 30. to go. It's a toss-up. Very slightly towards going for it, 39% to 38.8. I'm kicking there. But the last one is the one we can all unequivocally agree on. It was malpractice running it on third down and then using one of your timeouts with a minute 30 to go. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the few things that Burkhart and Olsen actually got right last night, saying... Now, if they don't get the onside kick, the game's over. Mm -hmm. That was inexplicable. Because either you pass on that down, or if you feel
2: like that run play, you have your kicking team ready to run out there, fire drill, guys. We're not calling a timeout. You're going to scramble out there, kick the field goal. It's a chip shot for you, and we still keep the the three uh, timeouts. You know, we'll probably have like 42 seconds to go, but – we're going to get this ball back, and we'll have an opportunity. But, yeah, once you did that play and you got stuffed and you called the timeout, it was, yeah, it was academic at that point.
0: Enrico, they're, they're experience hurt him. When they put the graphic up, you know, the Niners got 60-some-odd games of experience, you know, the, the, the Lions have like five. Like seven, yeah. Yeah, it's just that's how the Reynolds stuff happens leaning on a rookie like Gibbs. That's how that fumble happened. The inexplicable, like we've seen in a huge moment, Wes Welker drop a ball in the Super Bowl, and you're like, how did that happen? The bigger the moment, the routine becomes not routine. I, I don't know. I love Josh Reynolds. No, and He's I, been and
2: awesome I, for this team. And I do wonder if Josh Reynolds just got caught up in the moment, and once he dropped the first one, was that in the back of his mind? Okay, I got to catch. He started thinking. Instead of just catching the ball, it's like a jump shooter. Once they start thinking about the shot, they don't hit the shot. But when they're not thinking, it's just catch and release, splash. Same with Reynolds. I still, he didn't get that drop fourth down out of his mind. I'm speculating, but it just seemed that yeah. way because the ball, I mean, the play was perfectly called. It would have been a first down. Instead, it it turned out to be three and out.
0: Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. You want to go to Omar? Get a call in here. Yeah, let's go. I to know. Omar. I just wanted to set the table for the five o'clock audience. Omar, go ahead.
16: Hey, how are you guys doing? Thank you guys for taking my call. Um, yes, sir. I uh, just want to say, as a Niners fan, man, you guys played a great game. Don't keep your and head down. Your rookies are incredible. Laporta, Gibbs, everybody that you. I mean, everybody would kill to have a coach like Dan Campbell on their team, man. But the the risk that he takes to go for two every single time. Um, it just shows you a lot of coaches won't do it, you know, and he's one of the coaches that will do it. So, man, um, I don't know. I think you guys have a bright future. Keep your head up, man. It's, it's, I know I can't talk because the 49ers have been there for a long, long time and the Detroit hasn't, but I don't know. You guys have a great team and you guys have a great future by, uh, the way we look. And let let me say as a Niners fan and, uh, going to the games, I've been to 10, I've been to almost, uh, eight to 10 games this year, you know, including preseason. So, uh, I haven't been to any of the playoff games, you know. So, but just and a long time season ticket holder from Candlestick Park days, man, you guys have a great, great team. So don't keep your guys' head down. You guys have it for a second, and um, I think next year you guys just pull it off and come back to the playoffs, man. Right.
0: Look, I I think and you know, Omar appreciate it. I, I will tell you this. Here, last year we sat here right around this time. I said you're gonna win the North. You're gonna win a playoff game. Here's your other declaration. I think the NFC North is going to be the toughest division in football. Mm-hmm. So you better buckle up. The Packers are for real. You're for real. Uh, if the Vikings will goes get back a to Minnesota, right? They're a pain in the ass. And here's the deal: the Bears are a lot closer to being a good football team than people realize. And they are loaded with draft capital. Loaded. If
2: the Bears keep Fields and use all of those picks to get pieces around him, then
0: yeah, this may it's be, gonna a be hard. Division.
2: Yeah, it, it, it could end up being like a Davis' division where it seemed like for a while everybody was going to make the playoffs from that division.
0: Yes, and then every quarterback one by one got picked off yeah. except Lamar. But, yes, I agree with you. Uh, but next year, this division is going to look a lot different. Neighborhood's getting – hey, and you're equipped for it. It's not a shot at you guys. I think you built right. But Rico always says it. You're going to be playing that different schedule, and your division is going to get a lot tougher. They got a lot of work to do, and i, I they got to get a pass for us, Rico. Yeah. I, I mean, all chair drops aside, they have got to prioritize at any means necessary. If it means trading that first round pick, I'd do it. They got to get Aiden a bookend. I guess you it can't depends. Have, yeah, go it, ahead. I'm sorry. No, say
2: it depends on who's sitting there, Mike. Yeah, I've been looking at mock drafts, and if a guy like Chop Robinson from Penn State is sitting there, you take them you you pair them up with Aiden now you got two guys that you can control their salary so you can pay golf and by the time it comes to pay those guys you're already done with golf and you got that money
0: there you go Rico solved all our problems <laughs> go ahead ninety seven one. all right let's get to the people and let's I believe Phil was with us earlier and his phone dropped out let's go right back to phil ninety seven one what's up Phil? And in the back here where the chimney is, that's okay, all cracked right. up. So all that water is running in there, running down the chimney. Okay, yeah, yeah, Rico, I think we need to go to you a different to phone. It. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, by the chimney, it's all cracked up. You see water coming in back there. <laughs> right this on. has been a day on the phones. All
2: right, how about we go to Willie? Willie, you're on
0: ninety-seven-one.
17: Hey, uh, Rico and Mike, thank you for having me. Mike, this is the first time I ever got a chance to talk to you, man. I call the show all the time.
0: Well, how are you, Willie? Welcome.
17: Man, I'm, I'm, I'm You know, I'm 51 years old, man, and I haven't seen it all with this team, man. And uh, <laughs> um, football is my favorite sport. Born and raised in Detroit, man. And um, it hurts, man. It hurts. Um, you know, I was one of those guys that you all were saying about, you know, ready to go to Vegas, man, ready to just act a fool, you know, at halftime, and then, then they turned out to be the same old lions, man. That, that's what they did. To Willie, us, uh, Willie, did you book your same flight? Old lions.
2: Did you book your flight at halftime?
17: Well, I wasn't sure because I wanted to see what that first possession looked like with the 49ers, which it worked out for us. But, fellas, here, here's the thing, Enrico, you said it earlier. The Lions is moving the football. I, you, y'all got to realize the 49ers defense didn't stop the Lions at all. They didn't stop them uh, yesterday. They didn't stop them. And 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 I know you guys said we're not going to attack one player. But I'm sorry, man. I got to attack Josh Reynolds. I'm sorry. And, and here's the reason why. That play with Jennings. I don't know if Jennings is like the 4th, 5th wide receiver in the 49ers, but that play where Purdy, who should have been sacked on that play, just threw the ball up for grabs. And Vildor, I think Vildor was the corner that was draped all over him. He made a one-handed grab. Okay, this this is their 4th, 5th wide receiver. And then yeah, he's you look third at Josh guy. Reynolds. Yeah. The third guy, okay. Yeah. Uh, so he makes a one-handed grab with Vildor draped all over him. Okay, so now let's go back to Dan Campbell going for it on fourth down. Like Rico said, the 49ers couldn't stop him all day. Josh Reynolds, you're open. You got to make the catch, brother. You you got to catch the, the freaking football, okay, that the ball hits your hands. Uh, then the one hit him in his chest, the, the, the other play you guys were talking about. They were – so the game was tied 24-24. Like Rico said, the 49ers was not stopping the Lions, okay, kind of reminiscent of that L.A. Chargers game. The Chargers came back, tied the game up, but the Chargers not stop the Lions. Mm-hmm. This is what was going on. But, Josh Reynolds, you had the ball hit you in your stomach. That was the first down. You probably would have got more than that because you ran a crossing route. So, and then, and I know Gibbs fumbled. I'm not I'm not saying Gibbs get a pass. But had Josh Reynolds not dropped that uh, first pass, in which they were in the 49ers' territory, they were up 24 10, that would have put the dagger in the 49ers had he, had he kept the drive alive. But you dropped it. You know, and the thing about it is Dan Campbell went for it on fourth down because he had confidence in his receivers. Right, you know, but, but, he had but, confidence but Willie, the 49ers not stopping us. Willie, I'm going to go for it. They're not stopping us.
2: Willie, and appreciate the phone call, but you can't just blame one because if that's the case, then you could say, well, Jameer Gibbs fumbled. He gave the Niners the ball in the red zone after they just scored. So it's, it's a combination of, of everybody. It's not just one person. It was Campbell. It was Ben Johnson. Yeah, it was Reynolds. It was the fumble. It was a lot of different things. It was a perfect storm. It was the ball bouncing off of a face mask into the waiting arms of Brandon Ayuk. Strange things happen. But after a while, then the, the Lions became their own worst enemy, and the 49ers just capitalized on all your different mistakes. Like, you you gave this thing away. You had it. They just waited for you to self-destruct, and you kind of self-destructed the entire second half. But Let's
0: go to Jay. What's up, Jay?
2: Hey, what's up, boys? First thing I want to go off script a little bit. I got
18: two questions for you guys, but I want to go off script and say uh, those stats that you read off, I think,
0: would you say, Mike, they were 17 of 24 on fourth down? Uh, Let me pull it back up. We got it in our show sheet here. You were saying, what, on the fourth downs, they were 17. They'd gone for it 20 of 24 opportunities, fourth and three or less in opponent territory throughout the year. And they converted 17 of the 20. Okay. Well, to all Lions fans that are all
18: gun-holes, yeah, he goes for it. He's the coolest. If you think that's going to keep happening next year, you got another thing coming. I'm like you, Mike. I'm old fuddy-duddy. I do what you're supposed to do. When you, got, you got a kicker for a reason. You have a punter for a reason. I use them, you know. But, okay, I got two questions for you guys. Here you go. I, I'm like you, Rico. That last drive in the first half you know you remember they had the ball inside the ten yard line with three timeouts with forty seconds left? Mm-hmm. You're averaging eight yards a carry, and like you said weeks ago, Rico, David Montgomery falls forward for four and a half yards. how come you didn't run the ball three times there
2: i i, I jay i I don't know, but I, I thought that was money in the bank when they got it like Who, here's who's another touch that
18: I'm asking. Yes, yes, exactly. Like you said, he falls forward. for, you know. So that's one of them. Another thing, too, is did Aiden Hutchins play in the game after that first drive when he knocked down two passes? Because
2: I didn't see him in game, though. It, re-
0: it didn't record a single stat, no. Hey, look, bottom yep. line. And, and the closest Everyone... he
2: got was he almost got Purdy on one of those
0: scrambles that he had. He had
2: an arm out there, but uh, Purdy broke the tackle. Bottom line is everyone
0: takes blame. And when you're the face of a franchise like Aiden is, Aiden, look, they were desperate for Aiden to make a singular play in the second half. He wasn't there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he he did not step up. No, really, on on the defense, it was just the aggressiveness that you saw in the first half. Everything just kind of went away. And, yeah, it was like – Mike, I think you may have put it best. The inexperience showed up in the second half because everybody was looking for everybody else to step up and make a play rather than just, you know what? You do your job, I'll do my job, and you do your job, and we'll get this thing done. Everybody was trying to be the hero, and by doing that, you got out of your element. So now you're dropping passes. Now you're a fumbler, a guy who never fumbles, fumbles. Like, everybody just, I guess... Stop being themselves, and it goes back to what you said yesterday. If you do that, you're going to lose. And in the second half, the Lions stop being the Lions and stop doing what got them to that 24 to seven lead.
0: You know, nothing for me to add. You want to knock another caller down before we got to do business? Yeah, we could do that. Uh, Let's do that.
2: Nick, you're on 97 one.
19: How's it going, fellas?
2: Hey, man.
0: All right, Nick. What's
2: up?
19: All right. So I'd like to preface this by saying I am one of those guys who thinks it, he's really cool for going for it all the time. You know, there is some kind of – you feel it in your, in your gut, you know. You, you just uh, – we like it as men. We, it feels good to say, F them, we're going for it, you know. But I want to talk more about this nickname, Dan Gamble. Uh, anybody who likes to gamble or go to the casino knows that the longer you stay there, the more money you're going to end up giving. It's just it's just that way it goes, and you know we basically hit early, which is rare if you like, if you like the gamble you don't you don't hit big often ever, and we hit big early and that's when you play with the house money that's when you go for the three I'm sorry go for the touchdown instead of take the three and I thought that was uncharacteristic of him to do that, but then just like a gambler he's he's chasing his losses near the end and it's it's irresponsible because when you when you chase your loss like that that's when the dealer whips out the 21 you know when you got 20 and and you could call that reynolds dropping the ball or you and part of it sounds like i believe in luck uh running out but and i kind of do <laughs> i just think it was well, irresponsible
0: listen here's the thing the data supports that those are coin flips it's like a player option in blackjack and you know, you're know you sitting there and a the dealer's got a 12 and you got a 2. I mean, it's a player option. He's opting to gamble where I would have opted to be a little more conservative and tie the game. I can't knock it, man. It's been a driving force of their success. The data's real. You won the Rams game because of it. It's real. But there has to come a time where you go, you know what? Coin flip, I'm erring on the side of, I'm on the road. I'm in the NFC title game. I got to tie this game up.
4: Yeah.
2: And then I also wonder, too, man, is, you know, when you've been going for two lately, you've been doing it in front of the home crowd. You got everybody behind you. You had adversity. You were on the
0: road. The crowd was loud. Just still can't believe Josh Reynolds dropped those footballs. I can't either. I, I just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It I mean, is. nobody's got to be sicker than that guy today, so, you know. They it is
2: All right, Dave, before we hand this thing over to Jeff Rieger, you got a drive of the week. Is it the 49ers?
0: How about that? It's How the Valenti it? Show with Rico's drive of the week. Brought to you by your Metro Detroit Chevy dealers. Put it in D and see why Chevy drives the Motor City.
3: Hater. No, it is not the 49ers. I decided to step away from them just for my friend, Kenny, stay away from that game. So what I did here,
2: Kenny will be fine,
3: is I didn't just do the drive of the week. It was basically the whole first quarter for the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes' first quarter stats, 10 for 10 for 86 yards and a touchdown, 135.8 rating, also carried the ball one time for 11 yards. So they had 26 total plays for their first two drives. That time, 14 minutes and 47 seconds. First drive went 86 yards. Second drive went 75 yards. First drive had the Kelsey touchdown. Second drive had the Pacheco touchdown. They had the ball for their first two drives for basically an entire quarter. That is your drive of the week. I'm doing that
2: under protest.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, under protest, I can tell you some numbers came out. Viewership numbers came out for the NFC title game. It drew 56.6 million viewers, which is the fourth most non-Super Bowl telecast for Fox. Uh, And it is the most in that round since 2012. So, of course, it got more than last year's NFC title game. But here's another note here. Last year, 6.30 p.m. uh, AFC title game, which was on CBS, drew only only 53 million. So they outpaced... Last year's slot.
2: Well, it's good news. It means the Lions are gonna get a lot more primetime games. And I do think that the rematch could be the opening game on Thursday night of Niners and and um and 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 the Lions. And real quick, David, I guess this is according to Bleacher Report. We just finished talking about Taylor Swift. Uh apparently just her being at the game has generated three hundred and thirty one point five million dollar in brand value for the uh, NFL and the Chiefs. So you want to know why? That's why.
3: So how much they giving her?
2: Dollar, dollar bill. She doesn't need it. But she get, I know does she get, doesn't, but you know what? yeah. But, or maybe she is getting something on the back end. I don't know. You know, that's the, maybe the suite ain't for free. Or maybe it is.
3: That's very true. Help like we'll us out. We'll, we'll yeah. give you a
20: suite at the game. You get police escort. Rieger is here. You know what, Rieger? What's going on, boys? How are we? I, I think I'm dealing with the same thing Mike's dealing with. Then stay, I, I gotta, then, gotta, then stay over there. No, I, I'm over it, though. Stay over there. I'm over it. I'm Did, on the downside. Are you really going to do it? No. Okay. No, 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 Thank no. All you. I said to you was I've been listening all day. Thanks. Yesterday was disastrous, obviously. But I, I sent out a tweet, and we're not going to talk about this. We're going to talk about various other issues with the game. But I sent out a tweet saying, I mean, that second half was about as SOL as it gets. And, and people got very angry. You right would to not, your spine. You yeah. would not believe how many people told me to F you. They told me to go F myself. It was very, oh, no, no, no. very I,
2: mean. I got those tweets all last week just because I was a 49er fan. But and congratulations, by the way. I didn't do anything. But, won.
20: it's not
2: SOL. Yesterday was not. we, We
20: are not doing the topic. However, if you're going to give me two seconds to defend it. Yes, it was. It doesn't matter where you got to. It doesn't matter how far up the ladder you climb. You blew a 17 point lead in the biggest moment of your life. 30 minutes away from the Super Bowl, the biggest dream of any Detroiter. And you blew it with a black swan event when the ball goes off Vildor's face mask. I'll give you the black swan event. Not to mention you blew it with two potential coaching blunders, two drop passes by Josh Reynolds. You got Chase Lucas that can't down a ball on a punt at the one-yard line. You got Iffy missing a sack. I mean, it was a colossal failure. It was S.O.L. in the second half. It is what it is. Okay. SOL is not how far you make it. SOL is how you lose. That was like SOL. It was his greatest work.
3: But SOL stands for like same
20: old Lions. And the same old Lions lose. So did they lose that ways.
3: way 32 years ago in the NFC Championship game?
20: 32 <laughs> years ago, they lost as well.
3: They didn't lose like that.
20: Well, does it doesn't matter so then how you lose. It's not, not lose? the
3: same because they didn't do this before in the NFC title game
20: everybody has their own definition of same old lines. You can't tell me those 30 minutes of football when you gagged it away. And that's what you did. You choked it away. That to me, that to me is same old lines. And the shame of it all is you should have won the football game, obviously. And I don't know how you get over it. I don't because as Rico could tell you, as anybody could tell you, there is no given. There's no guarantee that you get back there next year, the year after that, or the year after that, even though you might have a better team.
2: No, that's that's true. I mean, Buffalo's been waiting just to get there. And you got Josh Allen, a mobile QB, that everybody wants the Lions to go out and get. It's going to be difficult. I think that they're going to, the Lions are going to be one of those four to five teams that you can pencil in every year. They'll make the playoffs. It's a safe bet to say. I agree. You could put them with Philly, San Francisco, in the you know Cowboys in Detroit, and I think Green Bay is probably going to get that same nod. Now the other teams you can figure it out, but I think the Lions are good enough. Whether it's winning the division or winning the wild card, they're going to be in the playoffs. Now once you're in, now it's on you. Now what it appears to be is that the Lions need to get
20: the number one overall seed. Because they haven't won a road game since 1957 in the playoffs. Right. Against the Niners, ironically enough. You know what gets me, Rico? Here's what gets me. I've been listening all day. You, You know, I'm a big fan of the radio station. I walk my dog. I listen. I go for a run. I listen. Big fan, you know. Listen to you and Mike all the time. Here's what gets me. Dan Campbell's a great coach. We all admit it. We all love Dan Campbell. We're all big fans. Without Dan Campbell, you're not where you were. What gets me, though, is the amount of people that are trying to make excuses here. It was a complete and utter failure in the last 30 minutes of that football game. Plain and simple. There's no excuses. I also find it funny that we're talking about Michael Badgley, a 45-yard field goal, 47-yard field goal. Like, they're unmakeable field goals. I can't tell you how many times I've heard, well, you know, if he makes it. That is a chip shot for an NFL kicker. Then you know what? I know I said all
2: this year long, if you're, if you don't believe in your kicker that much, get a new kicker. Well, they but, had a new kicker, but you know what I think? They it got is? rid of Patterson. I think it's D- Campbell, and as, same with like T.J. Lang and John Jansen, they don't respect kickers. So in their world, dude, you just kick a ball. You're not really a part of this team. Whereas if you get that money kicker on your team, that's a difference maker. They just chose to fill out a roster spot with a kicker. Are you worried about your kicker in the big game? Absolutely. <laughs> I thought he was going to be a whole lot better than this, but we're finding out. Jake Moody is finding out that the pros is a lot different than college. This ain't the Big Ten anymore.
20: Well, you heard this story before the game, how Moody's parents were cheering for him and not the Lions. Yeah. I think when Moody missed the, the kicker early on in the game, his parents are probably like, oh, that sucks for Jake, but hell yeah. We're up 7 nothing. baby. You just baby. can't help a troll, can you? What are you talking about? You know what? Jeff
1: Rieger, 97. Rico, Rico. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.